This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> uh, a secretly woke show. I think so. Like I was telling you the other day, because, and there's also these, um, so Don has several of these moments as he's going through, uh, you know, and I've jokingly called it the adventures of Don Draper's penis, but, uh, cause that's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's pretty much. But, uh, but there's these moments where he has these run-ins with what I would, what I would say are the people that are onto it. Like he, he, he runs into the, the this, uh, this one girl he's sleeping with, um, one of her boyfriends or something mm-hmm. and he's like he's like advertising is killing us man yeah he's like you guys are, t- are telling us to buy and of course don makes the argument he's like well then stop buying shit yeah you know but but you then you kind of see and you're like oh yeah because that's when it really started you look at things like amazon now and like this black friday and cyber monday and all this bullshit it's like it's like yeah that's that's where it started and even even my profession this whole amazon game mm-hmm. like the products that people are coming up with are are innovative in the sense that they we have a dog or the neighbor has a no, dog. No, the neighbor has a dog. <laughs> we'll get in your new place here in a second. Beautiful, by the way. Tremendous. One of the best places. Okay. But uh <laughs> it, um the it, the, the advertising world, it's like it's like we started that, and now even the products that we're that we're doing on Amazon and stuff like that, it's like you look at it, and it's like, yeah, this is not we're not. There's not anything. Who truly needs this? Yeah, exactly. Who needs it? Who needs yeah. to be able to, to to put into Google blank pop socket and it pulls up? Like I put in my AOC <laughs> pop socket. And you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it stopped. It stopped sticking. Stop buying shit. Yeah. So I'm like, after one debate, I'm like Tulsi Gabbard pop socket. Seven <laughs> different pop sockets. Who who needs seven different Tulsi Gabbard pop pop sockets? Who needs one? Who needs one? That's true. Um. But but the, the, you miss something about the advertising, which Sorry, is I'm getting in my, which is, well, cheers. It's, well, Gatorade Zero, but I don't drink and smoke. Actually, I don't drink anymore. I, I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a demon. I cut it out. What's the thing? And the last time when when we were at Tripod One Point Five again, mm-hmm. and you got super. Do you remember this? Do you remember me preaching at you about the about the last demon you need to let go? Yeah, you yeah. do. Okay, yeah. I wasn't because you were. So Matt, well, I guess it was like four or five rum and cokes, but and mm-hmm. then and then you were you were really hitting the oh yeah you didn't have anything yeah and and I had brought the I was at a ten the I was at a ten yeah not like an eleven is where you know yeah falling down but Losing I was at a ten car. yeah but <laughs> anyway let's not, we won't talk about that but one thing about the advertising angle is that it isn't the advertisement makes you want the product. Right. The advertisement makes you want what the advertisement has. Yes, yes. Typically sex. I'd say that's like 96% of it. But uh, oh, it's it, oh, it's really what Robert California oh. says. You know that line, right? Yeah. A, a man wants to be happier, mm-hmm. healthy, younger. He wants to get laid. Yeah. There is no such thing as a product. Yeah. Don't ever think that there is. And that's it's, it's that's that is that's it. Mhm. Because people are like, oh, Freudian blue character, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all of this. That's all we're doing. Yep. 
Everything that you buy on Amazon. So is- the guy wearing the 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 Hue tag watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's at the bar yeah. s- sipping some brandy. Yeah. You know, a hot young thing is right there with him. She's dressed to the nines. He's dressed to the nines. She's laughing at all his jokes, and they zoom up in on his watch, yeah. right? Yeah. And then that's the commercial. You don't want the watch. You right. want that scenario. You want the girl. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the good-looking, well-dressed, handsome guy, popular at the bar. Right. Who knows he's, gonna, he's, he's, he's taking somebody home tonight. Yeah, exactly. You know, because you got the watch and the yeah. brandy and the car and the- it's Starbucks or Target. You know, yeah. they they brand as you can do it all. Yeah, they sell sex. super mom. They sell sex. Yeah, you know, and which is, of course everybody wants to be known as the super mom. You know, yeah, she's crafty. Her kids are always well dressed and, and cute looking. Yeah. and you know, she has she, she has she has an MLM that she does. Yeah, she's got yeah. a she has a, <laughs> a tight butt and toned arms. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You're selling a lifestyle. Exactly. And it's funny because he does say that sometimes too. Like, because Don, you know, or at least the character at least is smart enough to realize he's like, he's like, I'm not selling fucking, because he, he, in the episode I just watched last night, about 3 a.m., he, he had gotten this award for this, for this thing. And, and people were, and this is how it was in the 60s when, the, when we really started doing this, he had gotten an award for a commercial that he came up with, or the idea for a commercial that he came up with for um, like some, some like, linoleum cleaner basically i don't mm-hmm. know it's like a wet floor wax yeah and <clears throat> they're so surprised and he got the award because it captured so many people so many people hooked onto it because the ad was a kid like the first 30 seconds of the minute ad had nothing to do with and that's what they were also shocked about so in the show then he sits down with uh the wall street journal because he'd gotten the award for the ad and he's like he's like yeah it's people are watching it and they don't realize it's advertising Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's it, yep. that's it." Which goes what I was. We were just talking about right before we started. I was ta- we were talking about native ads. Yeah, exactly. I said that I've been the past two days. I've been driving around quite a bit more than usual on my days off. Yeah, and so I had already listened to no, the No Agenda show on Sunday night. Yeah, after work, so I was listening to Fox News as I'm driving around, and literally, oh, the only thing they talked about on the news was the impeachment <laughs> stuff. But then yeah. every time they broke for you know news headlines, yeah. They said something about the impeachment, which yeah. they were just talking about. Yeah. And they said something about Amazon. Yeah. About Amazon's record-breaking Cyber Black Monday, Friday. Whatever, yeah. And it's Cyber Monday. Will will Cyber Friday or Cyber Monday be the biggest winner for Amazon? Yeah. It, it's, it was just all native ads for Amazon. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and, and yeah, native ads are, are you, uh, a new story of... Uh, Disguised as ads, yeah. That's, uh, you know, uh, I think that's Walmart. Yeah, you know, Walmart commercials. Yeah, right. As the news. Yeah. Local mystery man walks in and <laughs> you know pays off everybody's layaway. Yeah. So that people will think, hey, my, hey, maybe we'll get maybe yeah, maybe there's a small chance mine. somebody pay for, pay off for mine, so they'll put stuff on layaway. Yeah, layaway is bullshit. Yeah, layaway is bullshit. <laughs> I see, and it's, and I don't mean to, you know. I'm if you sorry. don't, I'm, no, Layla is bullshit for this very, very fact. If you don't have the money to afford it completely, yeah, you can't afford it. Yeah, or a credit card or something. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's a concerning, and uh, you know, seven minutes in. I'm sorry to go here, Colin, but I do a lot of shopping in the area. It seems like the stores that offer layaway. What's the best way to put this? Um, are in locales where you would find 
things such as payday loan places and check cashing places. Well, yeah. It seems very much because there's no, I, like, I don't think anybody out here at, like, the Zumbel Walmart, certainly not the, the Jungerman Walmart. <sighs> Let's please not talk about the Zumbel Walmart. Know, it's my new Walmart, and I, I it's, it's so sad. It's the worst. I've lost it's my so neighborhood <laughs> market in the move, and I am <laughs> completely to... butthurt. I will never see Brad or Candy again. <laughs> yeah. Candy yeah. was this, this like, 60-year-old checker, and she was always like, you go through, oh, hey, hey, hey babe, yeah. how are you? Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. And she's just like this 60-year-old Italian grandma. Yeah. And works at Walmart, yeah. you know, and like I'd go there every other day and, you know, she'd always see me. How are you today, sweetie? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? You working a lot? Yeah. <sighs> and and now, I won't, now I'm not going to see Candy anymore unless yeah. I drive the extra 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't care about fucking, I don't give a fuck about Candy. I'm not <laughs> driving much, yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> Candy's not getting 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's be serious. I'll put yeah. up with seeing black people at Walmart. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. like a mile from my house now. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, yeah, you're not going to see, I don't think you're going to see too many people at the Walmarts out here going well, to the Walmart, at, layaway. the Walmart at Zumbo, which I was at yesterday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Twice. I had to go there to get oh, stuff. I'm, I'm double sorry. Every time I walked by, like the layaway area was just chock full of people. Do they have it at the Zumbo Walmart? Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? They have, technically they have layaway at every Walmart. Just, you never see like signs for it. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's what I mean. Cause over in the County there's. Because, and I didn't realize that Marshalls, and maybe the, maybe this is the way that way with Marshalls, because mm-hmm. I go to the Marshalls on Mid Rivers all the time. I bet if you all white folks, you know, yeah. it's a great time. And then, I, but if I go to the one on Page Avenue, <laughs> yeah, then then it seems like it's I'll, it's I'll, all layaway. I'll bet you, or that they really advertise the layaway. The WalMarts like in St. Louis, yeah, it's all layaway. But if you go west into St. Charles, St. Peter's, Wentzville, like St. Louis, it's all in store pickup. Yeah, yeah. Because rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if my IRS agent is listening, I, I do not, uh, I use layaway. I don't, I don't use, so, <laughs> I don't do in-store pickup. <laughs> your own personal IRS agent. Yeah. We right. probably all have one. We probably do. So I, uh, yeah, Matt moved. I lost, I lost candy. Yeah, I lost my lost na- Walmart neighborhood market, which <laughs> was a great little, little store, which honestly, that's, be- that's my favorite thing Walmart's ever done is those little neighborhood markets. They're, they're not as trashy. I've only been they're in They're smaller. In- you don't have to walk a, a mile from point A to point B just to get, you know, the two things you came there to get. It's so much better. Yeah. Um, so I definitely I understand the allure of it. have moved about, I've moved about 10 minutes closer to work now. Yeah. Yeah. You are closer. Um, yeah. And, and closer to me. I can literally make, I could probably be at your house in five minutes. Yeah. Easy. I can be working five minutes easy. Um, but I uh, am leasing a house now. Yes, you are. Um, a little three-bedroom, two-bath. Two uh, your it's, your it's own a, place. Finished basement with a bedroom in the basement. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a small house, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little house. Um, it was my mom's house. She lived here for 12 years, and she just recently upgraded. She needed more, some more space for the grandkids, and you know, we got the... You know, more in-laws now, you know, we have another uh, another brother-in-law and now there's going to be a sister-in-law coming up and she wants to have a nicer house for the grandkids, which I totally get, Right. you know, um, and she has a big fenced-in yard now with, you know, it's, it's a much better place for her to be with the grandkids and my sister and stuff. And the so, whole crew, yeah. Yeah. But the house came up and... uh I was like, you know what, mom? I, I think I want to. I think I want to rent. So I put an application on the place and got approved. Um, not really paying 
I'm I'm paying below market value for this house, especially even as a rental. Probably about eighty percent of what I would normally be paying because you know nepotism, basically. <laughs> um, it seems pretty badass because you were telling me that that like the cost and everything, and I was like. Yeah, that's a pretty good size. Yeah. So yeah. I paid nine sixty five for that, that mm-hmm. you know, over there. And hey, maybe in a couple months I might take on a roommate, alleviate some of that pressure. We'll we'll see. But Yeah. I know I, I, I know I you really, really like having your footprint down. Yeah. yeah. I I really don't um Matt gave me the tour earlier. Yeah. Beautiful place. Tremendous. It's a great place. So one of the best places finally I've ever been in. Done with apartment living. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I am so glad to be out of that apartment where I can hear people in their in you know walking around in their kitchen, in the apartment that's adjacent to mine. That <laughs> dumb, dumb barking dog oh, just across the hall, yeah, across the hall, yeah. just bark and bark and bark and bark and bark and bark. This dog barks, but at least in the basement I can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a big, nice open. Yeah, that's right. Matt has a sex dungeon now. There's a big, nice open basement <laughs> with a fireplace. Yeah. So I've I've set that up. I'm got a queen bed. Put that in there. Yeah. I got my desk. I got, got, the, I got, got a fireplace. Lights. Yeah, a fireplace. I got like these cool little running lights. Um, yeah. I have a laundry room I can't get into. It's sex. <laughs> it's so a sex I, dungeon. I have a nice cozy, a sex dungeon. It's not a sex dungeon. It's a nice cozy downstairs <laughs> bedroom. And honestly, it's... You saw the other bedrooms. There's, yeah. They're small. Yeah, they are. No, that's the biggest area. This is, a, this is like a 40-year-old house. Yeah. 45. No, this is older than that. It's like a 50-year-old house maybe. 45 yeah. years old. Yeah. That's so awesome. Bedrooms are a This is small. a Don Draper style house right here. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I... I and you... See, actually, hold on. There's a lot of parallels there because... Do you, do you, have, a spec, do you have a specific cabinet for liquor? Uh, because... Yeah, see, Don did. You did. There's there's a parallel. Other than you, a can you, of Parmesan cheese, yeah. like grated Parmesan <laughs> cheese, that's the only thing I have in my refrigerator is, is liquor-related stuff, so... Let me ask you this. Do you have a... Is, is, is there a lockbox where, where you keep secrets about yourself locked away? No, I don't have one in the house? of those. I mean, I have a password on my on my hard drive, but <laughs> for my computer. But, yeah, yeah, that's the new lockbox. Mm-hmm. No, that, I was thinking about that too. Like, it, it must have been so hard. There's two things that have, that have approached me as I'm watching it but with um, the assistance of, of, of cannabis. Two things that, that I've noticed too. It must have been really hard to be gay. It seems like it'd be really, really. I mean, because it's and it's very. It's like these these they just want to ball dudes. Yeah. And they, they, there's pressure, and the one guy's married, and it just, it just, it seems like it'd be a really pain in the ass. No pun intended to be gay in the sixties. Uh, and, and then the other thing was um, cheating. Cheating was a lot harder to do. Uh, you know, you had to call and to, to, you know write and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And uh, and we were all, I think we were all better people in a lot of ways. Um, without without just staring into phones all the time. Yeah. I mean, it really like. Because I mean, in almost every scene where someone's even um, contemplating something or whatever, it's like it's like, oh yeah, that's right. They don't, they can't always just fill every spare second with this. Mm-hmm. That wasn't an option. Yeah. Like, on that basis alone, we were smarter back then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, it, because because we we just there's no downtime at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why actually I'm partially why I'm like I said I'm looking forward to this drive because it's just like eighteen hour and I'm not I mean I'll I'll you know be on my phone a little bit check whatever you know podcast audiobook but like we need time to not be to not always say oh I can just look at this yeah it's just uh, I don't know it's just not good but it's anyways true. anyway 
This is the Matt has this, cats. This episode <laughs> is the episode where I'm talking about my new place. That's true. Tripod three. Yeah. And Addison is going to uh, interrupt, interject, interject with yeah with anecdotes from Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> Sativa thoughts. So that's what we're that's what we're my doing. My segment Sativa episode. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don Draper has something to say. That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Oh, they smoke weed in the show, by the way. I know. I, I yeah. I've seen I've seen the show. I've seen it. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't require a fifth viewing on my part. This is a third unlike one. yours. This is the third one. It's the third one. And second through Californication. So, so second through Dexter. And like fifteenth through the office. <laughs> the house. The house comes yeah, the castle with. Two cats. Oh, is there an attic? I didn't ask you. There, There is an attic. So can you... I've never... I'm going to poke your head in there, man. No, the attic is through the garage. You saw the attic already. And it's, But is it only that area, or can you access... Can you see the no, whole... No, no, you can, can go... See the full length? I'm sure you can go through the, the whole no. house. What else is up there? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care to know. It's an Might attic. It's a fucking body, man. If there's a body, Sam would have said <laughs> something about, the, about it up there. So I don't know. Who knows? Anyway... Anyways, yes. The house comes with two cats. My mom has had How these cats. Possible? So one cat she's had for the entire time she's lived here. When and a little bit longer. He's you say ten years? Like twelve third, years? She's been been here for four, yeah, ten, eleven years. This cat's twelve years old. Kevin. Nope. How when do cats die? Because a dog would be dead, right? At twelve years? No, depending on the breed of dog. A small dog might a small dog can live to like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years. Cats can live like to twenty five years. Really? Oh yeah. Cats can live a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're like not allowed to get rid of him then? Because I guess. No, I wouldn't get rid of him. I like him. Kevin's a baller. He he runs this neighborhood. <laughs> you notice any squirrels? On, you notice any squirrels out there? So Kevin doesn't. You, know, doesn't you notice any, any any birds? Right. You, know, you, you see any bird shit on my car? Right. No, this is a bird and squirrel free neighborhood. And that's because of Kevin. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. Kevin and his posse. There's, there's no birds in this Kevin neighborhood. And at least in this part of the neighborhood. Yeah. On this, on this end of the street, there are no birds. There are no squirrels. There's there's a couple. I, mad respect. There's I some, mean, that's. There was a, a, a badass <laughs> groundhog that my sister ran over earlier this summer. And oh, God. Killed. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of moles. Yeah. Especially yeah, in my backyard. Yeah. But no, there's no. There's no, uh, there's <laughs> no, no birds, birds cause, cause, because of Kevin. Yeah. And then there's the second. Kevin's Kevin's cool. He he's he. If as long as you give him a cat and wet food every day, he's gonna let he's gonna leave you alone. That's the way a cat should be, honestly. Forest, however, <laughs> which is run forest. my baby sister's cat right. that she got and had. It was her cat for like three months before my mom took over care of it, and then I then it turned into my mom's cat. Because cats cats are loyal to whoever is feeding it. So if you're the one making sure it, then it, that's it. it. It its litter box is clean. It has. You're giving it food. You know. You're letting it in and out of the house. Whatever. The cat is loyal to whoever's doing that job. Now why didn't you take job. him with her? Because okay. outdoor cats, mm. if you move them, they die. Cats, unlike dogs, some dogs are are territorial and is will that try. True? Yes, some dogs are territorial and will try and find their way back to their old territory. But most of the time, they will stay with whoever's feeding them. A cat's number one concern is its territory. Its number two concern is what it what is taking care of it in its territory. So its number one concern. The fucking cat lives so, in here. What the fuck? Kevin and Forrest. This uh-huh. is their territory. Well, this uh-huh. is Kevin's territory, and he allows <laughs> Forrest. Forrest hangs out. Yeah, Forrest is like four years so old. Forrest pays his dues. What do you want to bet, Forrest? 
Forrest, no, Forrest is a little bitch. We all hated him because he's constantly up and he's constantly trying to be on you. Like, yeah. Like, wants you to pet him, constantly what rubbing himself up against Kevin's you. Kevin's had a moment like that that, that moment where uh, with Brandon's Dewey. Where's my money, man? Where's my money? Yeah, what probably. Do you want to bet he's done that to Forrest? 100%. No, I've seen him. I've, like, Forrest <laughs> will get him. Like, the first couple of years they were, they were, he was, they were living here. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first year, like, once he was an adult kind of cat, yeah. like, you would see times when Kevin would just, like, jump up on top of him and, like, Grab him by the back of the neck and like hold him down. Right. Just be like, this is this is how it yeah. is here. Yeah. Which is totally yeah. what cats do to dominate. And yeah. Anyway. So Kevin, which the story of Kevin is my mom got him right after she left my stepdad. And she picked there were two strays. There was this grayish cat, which you saw, that's Kevin. Uh huh. And then there was an all black long haired, which was Stanley. Mm. She, Stanley I, the manly. She had they named him after the office, Stanley and Kevin. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, Stanley got... Does Kevin like chili? Stan- <laughs> Stanley died of a heart attack. Oh, God. On pretzel day. <laughs> Betrayed by his own heart. Not really. He got ran over by a car, but I knew you'd get a kick out of it. <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> and that was all for Stanley. Stanley only lasted a couple years in the house. Oh, well. But Kevin has been living in this house for 11 years now. Kevin has, yeah. Yeah, and he's 12. This is... he's His final resting place. He knows this house. And the thing with... without Has he picked out a, a casket? Uh, he's ready to... Um, <laughs> the will's in place. <laughs> I got a little shoebox around here somewhere. I'm going to bury him in the backyard, wherever it's softest. Yeah. Wherever the, wherever the mole has Moles tilled of, up the land the most. Right. Yeah. But the thing with outdoor cats, uh, indoor cats don't have this problem. Yeah. But outdoor cats them, do. Die. Because if you move them, they will 100% try and find their way back and die the to their old territory. And probably get ran over or eaten by a dog or or, or some, some, yeah. something or a, will happen to them. Eaten by a hobo. You know. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> or, or, you know, pick picked up by some person and then you know they take them and then the cat runs away from wherever they had them and then the cat is completely lost right and so then the cat just finds a new territory right then that's best case scenario if you move a new cat it runs away it finds somebody else it runs away from them or somebody else finds it it runs away from them somebody finds it runs away from them it has a new territory right that's best case scenario worst case scenario is it tries to find its way back it's dead yeah. So, cat's been in the family for so long. Cat stays here. Cat stays here. So once we knew that I was going to take over the lease, or not take over the lease, that I was going to be leasing the place. Right. <clears throat> um, it was a huge relief for my mom because she was worried about the cats, but she was like, she called the landlord and the real realtor, and she said, "We're going to leave these cats here, and my son will take it over." And that was part of the 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 part that I was stressed out so much about this past month is that I wanted to get. In here four weeks ago. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> a lot of it was because of the cats. Because yeah. the cats would be here with with no one in the house. My mom, the first couple weeks, was coming here every day and feeding them, leaving some food and water. The garage door cracked for them. And then I was doing that. Yeah. The last part of the month. Anyway, everything was fine until yesterday. As soon as I pulled up yesterday with my stuff, here comes Kevin. Mm. He's like coming out of nowhere, wherever wherever he hides, and he's like meowing at me. I'm like, all right, let's go inside, buddy. So we went inside, spent the whole day with Kevin. 
Forrest is nowhere to be found. As I'm leaving yesterday to go on an errand, three in the afternoon, driving out, and the neighbor lady flags me down. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I roll down my window, and I'm like, hey. She introduces herself. I introduce myself. She's like, are you Cheryl's son? I'm like, yeah, I'm Cheryl's oldest son. Uh, I'm going to be leasing the place from now on. She's like, oh, good. Well, nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Turns out that Kevin and um, Forrest have been staying in her garage. She says, well, we thought the cats were abandoned. I tried to call your mom, but I didn't have her phone number anymore because she's been living here for like 10 years too. Right. So they started feeding the cats and letting the cats come in their garage at night, cracking the door of their garage. So the cats were getting fed by two different people and had two different garages they could just go in. Kevin, first thing, you know, he sees me, he comes right back. Right. And he's been hanging out at the, here for the since yesterday morning. Right. Basically. Because it's inhabited again. I didn't see Forrest. I hadn't seen Forrest for like two weeks, first off, when I come to feed. Secondly, I didn't see Forrest last night till like 10.30. When I went next door and knocked on the door, being like, hey, I can't find this cat. It's cold out. I need to find this cat. Do you, is the cat in your garage? Right. I knock on the door. Dog starts barking immediately. Two minutes later, old boy shows up. He's like, the guy, he's, he's my brother's age. He's been living there. You know, he grew up in that house, whatever. Turns out, he comes to the door, shirtless. He's got a bat in his hand, aluminum bat in his hand. What the fuck? Just he's, somebody he doesn't know knocking on his door at 1030 at night. I am, know? Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Fair. He's completely yeah. justified in that. <clears throat> so he opens the door. He's like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm Cher- Cheryl's son. I'm, I'm now, I'm, this is my, my place now. Right. I'm looking for these cats. And he's like, oh, well, you guys abandoned those cats. I'm like, <laughs> we did not abandon those cats. Right. Right. They had food. They had water. The realtor knew about it. The landlord knew about it. You know, the, we, the cats were, the cats were taken care of. Yeah. And he's like, well, uh, they've been sleeping in the garage. They've been sleeping in the garage like every, in our, my garage every single night. We've been feeding them. We've been taking care of them from now on. I'm like, so then, <laughs> I'm like, they've been going to three. No, houses? no, two different houses. Two, two different, different houses. houses. And I'm like, no, I appreciate that, but they didn't need that. I have a whole setup in the garage. I've been keeping this garage door cracked. I've been feeding. They've had a, bl- a blanket. They had a blanket nest that I built for them. Right. They were totally fine. He's like, well, he's like, well, they've been sleeping here. I'm like, oh, well, okay, I appreciate that. I was thinking, let me get the cat. I have, I have Kevin. Let me get Forrest. Okay? And if you just keep your garage door shut from now on, they'll come back here with me, and you won't have to worry about them anymore. Right. Garage door is still open right now. His door is. His door is, yeah. So, <laughs> there was... Uh, he, anyway, so I said, well, do you think you could go get the cat? And he's like, I don't know where the cat is. I, I said, you just said they were sleeping in your garage at night. He's like, I don't know where the cats are. It's like, okay, well, if you see Forrest, can you come get... Like, let me know. Right. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. So I turn back around and meow. There's Forrest coming out of the garage. So I scoop Forrest up, and bring just him walk in here. Back. Bring him in here. Did he see that? Yeah, yeah. Turns out that the lady I talked to wasn't his mother, which I said I talked to your mom today. Right. It was his girlfriend. Oh. Dude's like, dude's 25, and he's dating like this 45, 50 year old chick. Is she hot? No. No. She's 50. No. But not even like a hot 50. No, no. Not even a hot 50. No. No. 
like so Ma- what's his deal? Like like Madge who works in the in the warehouse <laughs> kind of hotness. from the office. Yeah. So nope, it's always really, been Madge. It's on, <laughs> I thought it was Pudge. <laughs> so so anyway. Okay. So, I just, and right. apparently his mom okay. <laughs> doesn't live there anymore. Uh I don't know what's going on. I don't. I have there. no clue. There's a, a weird incestuous <laughs> thing going on over there. Like somebody, somebody in the house next to me has definitely has a mommy fetish. Just saying. Or, well, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Anyway, so so I get the cats. I get both cats in here last night. I uh-huh. sent you a picture. I gave both the cats you a cat did. of wet yeah, foot. You were like wet foot. I I petted on them for a little bit. I spent a little time with each one. You know, just give them a little flex, affection. Be like, hey, this is your home now. Okay. Right. I'm your it's, boy. It, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. it's back. You're back in this house. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Daddy's Every, back. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> and so. I, you know, go about my normal routine. And Kevin, past two nights, he's been sleeping in the same spot. You know, I figure he's cool. Forrest, however, sits on the stairs going to the basement and just glares at me the entire time I'm just sitting there in my chair watching my stories, drinking my rum. Just glaring just at me. sits and stares. Yeah. And every time I would look at him, he would turn around and face the other direction. Just look directly at the stairs themselves. And then... <laughs> I would turn back and I would kind of keep my finger like, free. So Forrest sounds like a dick. No, Forrest is a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, yeah. It, that's what he sounds like. That, that's why I say nobody likes, everybody loves Kevin. Nobody likes Forrest because he's, he's a fucking bitch. He's a little bitch. <laughs> I would look out of my corner of my eye and then he would turn back and look at me. Yeah. And then yeah. I would kind of keep my eye and he'd just keep staring at me and I'd be looking out of the periphery. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'd turn my head and he'd immediately turn back around. Turn back around, stare directly look, at the stairs. Look the other way. I'm like, bro, you're not no, you're not looking at anything. Yeah, he's trying to like be like, you're pissed at me. So the fuck what? Yeah, I brought you out of the cold and gave you food. <laughs> you're you're literally a woman right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go to bed like around midnight. Yeah, <laughs> I let the cats out one final time, and they came back in. Go to bed. <laughs> wake up at about 5.30 in the morning. As one does. Because I had got to go pee. Is there a bathroom down there? No, there's not. That sucks. That's, that does suck. But, you know, when I have to pee, I use the kitchen sink, so. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I go upstairs, go to the bathroom, come back downstairs, and Forrest is on my bed, peeing on my bed. If you go down there now, I've I went through like a half a bottle of Febreze right today, more than that actually. So you walk down mid act. I walk down mid act, and he is he is actively pissing on my bed. I can hear it in the dark, <sighs> and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" I grab him by the scruff of the neck, and I I like I, I grab him by the scruff of the neck, and I just kind of did like a like a drop toss. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Meow. and like I'm like run up at him like what you know? Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> so now we're gonna have cat stories with Matt every week. <laughs> so I grab him again yeah. by by the scruff of his neck, and he's fighting me, you know. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm I'm grabbing his leg so he doesn't claw me. Yeah. And I just t- tossed him outside. Yeah. And I haven't let him back in the house since. Go back downstairs, and I'm <laughs> I'm fully awake now. Yeah. Falling asleep. <laughs> and Kevin is walking around the basement, and I'm like Kevin, what do you want? Go to go to bed, Kevin. Right. And he, he, which is weird because he hasn't been hanging out in the basement. He doesn't go down there very much. And I look over, and I can't really see him because it's dark. But I had a 
a pile of like next to some laundry. Next to my laundry basket was a pile of like a blanket. It was a, a bed sheet actually that I wasn't using. And I see him on it. I'm like, Kevin, what are you doing? And he's like pawing at it. Like Kevin. And then I thinking s- he's gonna pee. Well, then I smell shit. And I jump out of bed and he's oh just my dropping God. turds <laughs> into this blanket onto this bed sheet. I'm like, God damn it. I scream. I didn't say GD, but I screamed. And I picked him up. I ha- of course I ca- I, well, I have to wait for him to finish his business. Yeah. I can't just pick him pick up, up and a shitting cat. And yeah. he's pooping as I'm going up the stairs. I'm cleaning that up. Yeah. So yeah, I picked him you up. You know, and they apparently they out. puke too. They puke the, the same way territorially, and they like they'll like come up on your bed and just like puke in the morning. Uh, is my understanding. I got a lot of friends that have cats, and I constantly argue with them and tell they them they're fucking horrible it, animals. They don't do it territorially; they do it vindictively. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forrest didn't like the fact that I had him inside when he wanted to be over in the cold ass garage of the neighbors. Right. And so he pissed on my bed the first chance he got. Yeah. <laughs> Vindictive, horrible animals, Matt. Why? So are you, why I'm going to feed this. The, I'm gonna, this sounds horrible, by I'm, the way. So my, I'm now no longer happy for I'm, you in your house. Here's what I'm doing. I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, from now on, I'm going to leave that garage door cracked. Right. Just enough. Right. I'm going to build a little nest with some cardboard and some blankets. Right. Cardboard box and yeah. some blankets. And you can have it in the in the in the garage. I'm going to put the food out there and the water out there, and that's it. They're they're not allowed in. Kevin is allowed in the house. Kevin has house privileges. Forrest can fuck the fuck off. And that's me with the adventures of these new stupid cats I have. <laughs> stupid cats. Oh, that is horrible, though. Oh, and also I had to drop like 10 bucks that I don't have. Yeah. Just because of the movie and the logistics and stuff. I I, wanna, I have, I want to and need to buy so many stuff for this new place. Yeah. So I don't have like extra funds really right now. Right. But yeah, I had to drop like 10 bucks on cat food at Walmart the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Bought cat food and rum at Walmart the, yesterday. Yeah. <sighs> I might check Amazon. It might be cheaper. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Fuck with the cat food. That's true. That sounds but, horrible, but, see, here's, but also, cats are very... T- Do you want me to come over and shoot those cats? I'll make it look like an accident. I'm not no. from the neighborhood. Nobody will. No, I'm not. The cats are... <laughs> the cats are fun. I'm going to take care of the cats. It's the le- part of the legacy, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I am happy to be here. It's very, it's for me. This is a great house. It is very homey. I like it a lot. I've there's a lot of memories I have of this house. A yeah. lot of memories that have been made in this house. Funnily, funny enough, I I'm the only member of my family who hasn't lived here permanently at some point. Really? Yeah. That's so odd. I've stayed. There have been a couple times I've stayed a couple weeks when I was like between places and stuff. But right. I'm, the, I'm the only person who's never stayed here. I remember a couple years ago you were thinking residence. about staying in the backyard. Well, yeah. was, you you were super tight, and you were like, it was like me and Dano. Well, and then I think I, I think you wound places. up staying with him. No, I was between was places, and yeah, I think I stayed, stayed was there a, for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because because you you had told us that it was like in summer, and you're like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna get a tent and go around my own. Yeah, and we were like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, and then two years ago, I I was here for like a week, but when I was between places. Yeah, but other than that, this is the only I've I've never lived here. And now it's all yours. And yeah, now it's mine. Badass. Badass, I like it a lot. And everybody in my family has contributed their magical energies to it. And there's the spirits of this place are good spirits yeah, with a yeah. lot of nice, wholesome, high quality. Now, did you smudge right when you got in here? What's that? Did you smudge right when you got in here before you slept? Uh, uh, 
Yes and no. Okay. I moved my stuff in. Yeah. And then I did a little something last night. Okay. With uh with a little something. But I haven't I haven't smudged it. No. Right. So uh well actually speaking of that, so I did I did put the equal call out there. A couple Which, of people replied. I'm not like burning cats or st- sacrificing stuff. Like, right, right. It's when I say something, it's it's Christians would be like, okay, that's witchcraft, but somebody'd be like, oh, he's just praying. You know, hardcore Southern Baptist right. would be Christians like, would be like, oh, that's that's, that's, that's yeah. witchcraft. That's Boys true. possessed. Yeah. A Catholic would say, uh, it's weird praying. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. There's Which, to that. be fair, the Catholics do a the fuck lot of weird praying themselves. Catholics invented weird, weird, weird praying. Catholics do some weird shit, man. And actually, it was funny because there's this chick, uh, one of my friends... Because I post sometimes, sometimes I'll post on Instagram like a screenshot of my my fasting that I do, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, you're so." And I think one time we talked about cold showers, and I was like, "They're really good for you," you know. Mm-hmm. And she she told me she's like she's like she's like you're really Catholic, the fasting, the cold showers and stuff. And I was like, "Uh, no, I'm not, because I believe Jesus is a person, and I don't pray to dead saints." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because those are the two fundamental things that I have wrong, sort of with the, the Catholics and kind of what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she's like, oh no, but everybody says that and it's so. And she tried to get into like this old doctrinal thing. And I'm like, no, 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 you guys are going to hell. I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. <laughs> Believe in the one true God, and I don't need a I don't need a priest to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Now, I definitely don't take the opportunity to talk to him myself. I'm just saying I believe that I can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, you have a burner phone tucked away to, for contacting yeah, God, but you straight, you never turn it on. I never pull on. it out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's rarely charged. Yeah. But uh, but that's what I believe. Yeah. Only in existential crisis, like my wife is leaving me. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. 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 The the most extreme of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you tap into it? Um. Yeah, I'm not going to read the first one. Cullen, Cullen sent it two things. I put the call out, and I was like, what do you want us to talk about? We had a, got a couple of responses we're going to get into here. Uh, Cullen said, the Suburban Wizard's thoughts on tarot reading. Good, bad, evil, satanic, all of the above. And this is a pretty good question, because I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, I have, a, your... I have a deck of tarot cards in... Is that what you did last night? In the read, No, it's in the glove box of my car. I've never... You don't... You, I've you think never there's any significance it. to those? I opened it one time, but I bought it as a gift for somebody, and they were like, no, that's satanic. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. All right. I've never read tarot. I've never read my own tarot. I've never done Had a tarot written, spread. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's any significance to those, though? D-wave computing. There D- we go. D-wave computing. Okay. So the, And what is that? Uh, quantum computing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what D-wave computing, and it's all the rage right now is D-Wave Computing says that they can predict the future based on a random number generator. So that's what a D-Wave Computer... And it basically, it produces so many random... It spits out enough data. It spits out so many random... And I might be messing up the actual definition, but I know it has to do with number generation and, and quantum computing. It spits out so many random numbers at such a great volume that... Within the random background chaos, is order. You see patterns emerge, and what it does is it tries to predict algorithmic models of based the future based on the input. Then it then it produces random numbers, right? And random and the algorithm algorithm produces random numbers in such a great quantity that based on your original input, it you then see, um, or alleged to be able to see. Uh, predictive outcomes of that future input right through 
just generating so many random numbers that there are only a couple. You only have one or two strands of numbers that actually end up making sense. Yeah, you know what I, yeah. you know what I'm trying trying to say here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. So yeah. D wave computing is using a, a system of random um, data to literally predict the future. Tarot, the original seventy-two card tarot deck, which is what the fifty-two card playing deck is based on. Right. So you don't have the major houses, or not the major houses, but you don't have the the major arcana. Um, in the fifty-two deck. In in the in the deck of fifty-two, uh, the deck of fifty-two uh, playing cards is the minor arcana. The major arcana is omitted, but with the tarot deck, you get the major and the minor arcana, and you have a seventy-two card deck. Um, and in it, you use these cards, which have symbolic meaning. Each card has a different symbolic meaning, especially the major arcana. Uh, minor arcana is used just to you, you throw down, you, you pull out the the king of wands, um, the two of cups, and you know the the four of swords. Okay, so the two of cups and the four of swords are merely in the way you're going to interpret the king of cups. Gotcha. You understand? Yeah. So the major arcana or what matter are the and you can think of the twenty major arcana as twenty different archetypes. Right. Death, um, the you know the fool, the king, the tower. All these different things. And then the minor arcana are what help you interpret the major. Right. And sort of give meaning to what that card is meaning. So it's, death doesn't just mean death. Death can mean death and rebirth if it goes with these other cards. Right. And it's a system of, of using random numbers, right? You right. have 52 cards that are random, and then you have another 20 that... that um, uh, or have set meanings, but then you have 52 that are, you know... Anyway, I'm 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 not doing. I don't. I'm I'm familiar with tarot. I'm not familiar with it enough to speak from experience. Yeah. So this is all definitions that I know. This is secondhand. This is Wikipedia type knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. This is not firsthand knowledge. This is a guy who told a guy. So, um, yeah, it's it's funny how the things we're doing in in especially in theoretical physics and like cutting edge science, the things we're doing now. They seem to have always have a magical counterpoint from like three thousand years ago. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so the tarot deck is doing nothing that the D wave computer isn't doing. Not a grand scale. The D wave com- computer is predicting the future theoretically. Yeah. A tarot deck is predicting the future metaphorically. Neither one are doing them literally. Right. You know, D wave is saying these are possible outcomes given this input. You know the the tarot deck is saying these are the possible outcomes. Um, you know these are the possible metaphors within the these. Input. Yeah, and you're supposed to like. Add, there's several different ways you can do it. You can do a basic three card spread, or I think there's one called the Irish Cross or something like that. I don't know how to do any of the systems, but basically you you shuffle the deck. Different methods of input. Shuffle the deck, pull off the top three cards, right, and then base your base your. Uh, you're reading. You're reading off those top three cards, hmm. and it's very interpretive. You have to get into like metaphor and um, archetypes and stuff like that. Um, but it is it is it is interesting. And the thing about tarot is that it's been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, yeah, it's my understanding. Yeah, 
And there's even some evidence going back to ancient Egypt that the tarot cards were used. Right. Um, but but what did what did the soldiers do for Jesus' robe at the crucifixion? Oh, when they cut it up, you mean? Well, yeah, what they do? They, they cast lots. Oh, they lots. played dice, yeah. They yeah, cast yeah, yeah. lots. Yeah. They used a random number generator to see who would get the cloak. Yeah. The Shroud of Turin. Or the Shroud. Well, do you ever watch The Robe? That movie, The Robe? Uh, maybe. Really old flick. I know. Nobody I know popular in it, I don't think. But but really good, really good movie. Um, well, it was popular for our grandparents. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, my parents had. I think it was. I think it was a two. You know, one of the two VHS sets. You know, you know mm-hmm. how they. I was, I was much like more of a Ben Hur guy. Oh, I fuck with Ben Hur, man. Oh, fuck oh yeah. dude, great, 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 great movie. That one in Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Oh. A lot of that growing up. A lot of Ten Commandments growing up. One of the one of my favorite things I've ever sent you, as far as GIF, is that one GIF ten, of, of Kanye. Yeah, and he's as, they as have Moses. They have Kanye's West, West's face superimposed over Moses, and he's parting the waters. Yeah, and then you pan <laughs> down to these women clutching their, you know, it's the Kardashians. Oh my gosh, and it's the Kardashians watching him. Yeah, part the the Red Sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, 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 I fuck with Ten Commandments. Yeah, I fuck with Ten Commandments. Uh, grew up on a lot of that. Grew mm-hmm. up on a lot of Veggie Tales. A lot of um, was that other Christian um, McGee and Me? I fuck with McGee and Me. You you never told me you fuck with McGee and Me. Yeah, I've told you on the show. Oh, have I? Yeah, have you? Yeah. Okay. Drink less, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> we've no, done yeah, we've I done fuck- a lot of shows, and we have we talked have. about the same things a, a lot. We have. That's true. We've that's c- true. we've covered certain ground yeah. many times. <laughs> So. We really have, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if we ever told the listeners that we both listen to Breaking Bad, but <laughs> or we both watch Breaking Bad. But um, a lot of TV, a lot of entertainment. So yeah, Taro. Um, hey, you know, I don't know it. Yeah, there there might be something to it. If anything, it's that whole collective unconscious. It's the whole. Well, here's. Uh, well, no, it's the whole. You have millions of people who believe in it, and put their energy and their 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 intent into it. And so it does have some sort of effect. It's karma. Karma works, right? Right, 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 right. The F cancer karma. Yeah. The jobs karma. You know. And Off of the No Agenda. From No Agenda yeah, show, yeah. you know. Yeah, a lot because, of people write in and say the karma works. Because because guess what? You have people who are producers and people who aren't producers. They're listening to the show. And the people, everyone who listens to that show and becomes a fan of that show listens to donation segments for the jingles, for the clever notes. That sort of thing, because that's that's the genius of the donation segments. Segments is that it's the time where listeners get to ha- be a part of the show, yeah, and they get to contribute and have their inside jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. and so it makes you as a listener think think I could be that. Yeah, I'll give them three hundred dollars and I'll be the first person to, that they read their the note from. Yeah, at the top of the hour. Yeah, and it makes you involved in it. Yeah, so so yeah, the when somebody asks for F cancer karma, and they play that stupid, that stupid jingle. Yeah, everybody's thinking, "Well, fuck that person's can- cancer." Yeah, Man, I sucks. hope they get better yeah. from that cancer. Yeah, and you have millions, of, or not millions, but you have hundreds Could of thousands. Be. I'm I don't sure. know. I have no idea what their listenership is. I mean, it's really interesting because because they, they have at least like a thousand people who listen live. So well, and then yeah, not only that, a thousand people listen live, but then they, they it was kind of offhanded. Um, but but I think it was uh, Adam mentioned. Just kind of like I said, off the cuff, he's like, "Yeah, we actually we you know we bought all the server and stuff." And I was like, "Holy fuck, that!" Because that's the expensive route. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I do this for us, you know, and I pay, I pay, it's like six bucks a month, you know, yeah. to use Amazon's, you know, cloud service. And I'm like, I'm like, but to do, to, like, to, to go the hard route like that, like, and build your own server, and I mean, I put, infrastructure. I, I put, I put 250, you know, or around two, 200, 300 bucks into, you know, like this board and everything like that. But it's like, damn, if I went that route, holy shit. Or even 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 if I even if I paid for my own server from a host, like I, it would still I never, be. I never thought about expensive. that. Like they, yeah. they're they have a very popular podcast. And then what's in our generator? Like I know that's built by somebody else too, but that's that's it's not advanced, but it's fairly. There's some there's some server there's some bandwidth that you mm-hmm. got to kind of you know hog up with that stuff. So yeah, it's I mean and who knows? I don't know if they take a salary per se. I mean I assume yeah the donations go to go to what you call them. I I do kind of want to get into ham radio. Not gonna lie, I know you fucking do. I, I know you do. Since they've been talking about it, when the they show, were talking about it, I'm like, I'm like, this is the type of shit that Matt would do. I've, I was I, like, I swear to God, this is the type of shit. I that researched Matt would do. a couple units. Did you? Like, I mean, you, you once could, you get once you get on top of the necessities, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get. Yourself I don't a know. Little, maybe I. Don't you have to have a license or some kind of? You have to get. You have technically have to get a license from the U.S. from the the government, yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's you have to. You have to know enough about ham radio, the operation of ham radio, to pass a test. And yeah, then, so it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody who's at all into and they'll be doing good for ham the radio, the ham radios. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I figure, like, once Reddit finally gets rid of our conspiracy, that'll be the only place where I can like talk to people and like actually find out the truth without the internet layer yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, but there's a couple. There's a lot of other things I want to do first. I want to. I really want to next week when I'm off build a fire pit in the backyard. I mean, a full on like take a hoe, like, like, like you know, like dig fla- into it, yeah. Dig in, flatten it out, like, yeah. Li- line it with some. Uh, Do you want to have fires outside? Yeah, but th- see, I don't know. I, come on, Matt. Like, you and fire doesn't doesn't go well, and you drink all the time. Like, I'm I'm, I'm literally gonna be where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be going to sleep on my own. I'd be like eleven thirty. I'd be like, I'm gonna head to bed. Well, I hope Matt's okay. Have I ever <laughs> burned anything down? You have not. No, and that's not what I'm concerned about. Let me be clear. I'm, I've burned myself several times. That's what I'm concerned about. I've, I've burned, burned both my ass and my face in a fire. Exactly. But I've never. No, the I've destruction of property I'm down. not concerned with. Yeah, that's what that's no, what I'm you. concerned about. It's you. I'm concerned that you will burn the shit out of. I get burned for. I get burned for a living. Yeah, I know. I know. I used to work in a kitchen. I get burned multiple still. times a week, like bad burns that people would be like, oh my God, put some Neosporin in a bandage. How is it the next day? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got burned. And it's it's going to, I'm going to get, it's going to bubble up with a big old yeah. blister and then it's going to fall off and the skin's going to look nasty. And I'm just going to let it go because I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I got burned real bad right now and I'm going to get real burned in like five minutes, but I have to push this food. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, I burns are the honest. Honestly, I can I I take burns pretty well. I picked up a pan that had just come out of a, f- a five hundred year oven last week. Picked it up, held it in my hand for like three seconds. It was like, oh, that's hot, and like, threw it down. Threw it down. Yeah, because you built you do build up a tolerance. <laughs> Actually, on Sunday, I was one of the pilot lights on one of our our ovens. We got these three ovens all in a row and. One of the pilot lights on them was being pretty wonky. And uh, there's this like backdraft that happens with it mm-hmm. because it's not fixed fully. So you open this oven too fast yeah. and it shoots blue flame from the top of the oven. <laughs> Sounds safe. It's this, it's this oven flat top combo and it has this like broiler on top of the oven before you get to flat top. Right. And so every so often the pilot light from that will back out 
yeah. on the backdraft when you open the oven too fast. Yeah. And you get this six-inch blue flame that shoots out from the corner of the oven. Right. Just shot out, hit me full in the eye. Oh, my God. It, it Luckily, like, it didn't actually hit my eye, and I kind of blinked, but it fused several eyelashes together that I then had to pluck out. Like, I had singed hair. My, my right eyebrow was completely singed hair. I had singed hair up in my hairline, and, like, yeah. Like, like flame came out right in my eye, and I'm just like, oh, ah, fuck. <laughs> my eyelashes feel feel weird, and went right back to cooking. 30 minutes later, I went and looked in the mirror, and yeah, my eyebrows is all singed. <laughs> Fighting the good fight? Yeah, that's what you... What's new on the menu? I'm what not, do you got down there? I'm not concerned about being bur- 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 burned. What's new on the menu? Uh, go fuck yourself. Who cares? No, you I, guys are probably no, hammered right I now, don't, aren't you? I, it's season? not that I don't care. I really do care. Christmas traditions? It's just... Or what does it yeah, call it? It's called Christmas traditions, and it started last it's, week. It's dark. I, I Literally, legit, Like if it was legal, if I wouldn't get in trouble, I would go down there and punch every one of them in the face because it would feel so good to do. Just not only because of Christmas, but because of like that style of Christmas, like that old bullshitty just... Theater esque, like singing. Here's what I want to do. No, fuck here's that. what I want to do. I want to go drinking with a couple of them, <laughs> like in about oh, my wife two or three weeks. Yeah, like I want legit. I want to go like out to a bar with them and just be like, "Do you ever just like want to backhand a kid?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I know they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But there's like fifty of them, and in case people aren't familiar, a lot of people I know aren't familiar with uh, St. Charles, yeah. but. Yeah. In historic downtown St. Charles, the gateway to the west, <laughs> where it's red brick buildings, sure. and a, a the main street is red brick that just tears your suspension up. Um, there's all these old historic buildings that are about 200 years old. I'm currently working Cooking in one. out of one. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of it's a very touristy area, very touristy, kitschy kind of area. They have little shops that sell knickknacks and bric-a-brac and. Who'sie <laughs> what's it's a lot of yeah, restaurants. Yeah. It's a touristy little it's, joint. It's yeah. a it's a great place to have a nice fall day and just walk and enjoy the weather and enjoy the yeah. the, the scenery. It's right there it in front of the cool. river. A lot of people take pictures down there. It's a lot yes. of weddings go down there and take yes. pictures. Yeah. Fuck Every look. weekend there's some wet yep. if it's cloudy, yeah. There are there if if it's a, a nice if it's a cloudy Saturday with a temperate temperature. I'd put money on the fact there are 200 people on Main Street taking for weddings, pictures for, for weddings, pictures, for yeah. high school, yeah. for family pictures, something like that. Yeah, it's, you know, everybody does it exactly. Way. Yeah, um, which is why I refuse to do it because I'm like, I'm, everybody does this. It's very, it's very, kitchen. it's very grammable for the kids. Oh my yeah. god! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah. Get Main Street yeah. is mm-hmm. so grammable. <laughs> you have. Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> grammable AF, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't even need to slide up in them DMs. It's That's right. <laughs> created a bunch of bots. It's unbelievable. So and none of it's real. So, but anyhow, on Black Friday, yes. the day after Thanksgiving, yes, it it's African American Friday. Now, it starts, it. which is it's Christmas starts. traditions. Oh, Christmas traditions is. Every Friday and Saturday, Fridays I think from three to nine. So it is only on the weekend. Saturdays from nine. To or 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Wednesday, Sundays from like 10 a.m. to three, and Wednesdays from like five to nine. Right. And what they do is they have about 50 <laughs> people, 50 yeah, yeah. actors, 
It's I, a loose I don't, term. I, it's I a loose don't term. like maybe using that actor because you. I say actor, you think like Scorsese's down there. That's like right. De Niro yeah. is playing now. Uh, you know, Bob Cratchit. No, it's it's. They had a couple classes of film school. They may have done improv, but yeah. they know enough people in the acting community of St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. But my wife's familiar. Yeah, yeah that 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 they can do this. But basically, they play characters from classic and not classic Christmas tales. Yeah. So there's Ebenezer Scrooge down there being grumpy and saying "Bah humbug." Yeah. Of course, there's Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, like your classic Mr. and Mrs. Claus. There's Father Christmas, <laughs> right? Right. There's um. Uh, of course, Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim. Right. There's. I think there's everybody from uh, what you call them. There's the Nutcracker. Right. Um. I, yeah. There's a Nutcracker. There are a couple like tin soldiers. Yeah. That like they dress up like you know, like tin red soldiers. coats, and they yeah. look like you know little tin soldiers. Usually they get like teenage boys to be the tin soldiers. Um. There's like the Good Witch of Christmas. There's. And this is the one they added like. Five years ago, yeah, and it's the most popular character, but they added the ice ice princess. They oh. don't. They call her. They don't call her Elsa. Right. They call her the, the ice, ice princess. princess. But she's fucking Elsa. But she's fucking Elsa. Yeah, exactly. She, <laughs> she's not blue. She wears like a a pinkish bluish costume instead of right. a straight blue costume. Instead of the, yeah, it's Elsa. The Elsa dress. And she's the most popular character for for good reason. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. So Frozen one, by the way, way better than Frozen. These two. these <laughs> characters walk around Main Street. They do, and, and they di- stop and they sing and they hand out trading cards to themselves. And that's the thing. That's what I was about to get to. <laughs> if you go to the tourism center yeah. on Main Street, you can get a little book, and it has a list of every single character. Yeah, and it says, "Now go meet them all." And the goal is to, and they have go little places in the book yeah. where you can put their playing card or yeah. their little character card. And so the goal is to go to, to the character, find the character, yeah. get the little card from them. They do their they do spend like, you know, a minute or two in character yeah. and then they move on to the next group. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do their patter all over again. Yeah. And people fucking love it. They, they love do. it so they much. Do. Oh my god, they love it so much. They're really into it. Yes, they do. And the actors, yeah. though, yeah, yeah, they're really into my wife, it. My wife, my wife has already been invited, but just because she's in like that theater, you know, bunch of folks, like she's been invited like two or three times since it started to go down there. Like she's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so wanted to go down and see so-and-so. I'm like, God. Why didn't she just get no. off the couch and walk down there by herself? Well, because they all go to, you know, you got to go with somebody. Man. I guess. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it actually does sound like it'd be super awkward if you do it by yourself. Because you could walk up to a character all by yourself and be like, can you be the character? Get, can I get a card, please? Can I get your card? It's one person. It'd be like... If I didn't have to work all those days, like it might be you dress worth, up my, as one of them? worth my time to <laughs> like... Go to all of them? <laughs> get their cards? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like like find a different Christmas char- you should frame character. Because they redo them every year, right? If the, If the characters are different? Like if it's a new person that's playing so and so, they redo the playing card. I'm pretty sure. I I think so. Yeah, I think so. We we need to get Mayor Dan on the blower here because how much fucking money are we putting into this shit? We got these player cards. They also I don't know if you know this, but they'll, they'll yeah, gather but together and sing down on the little if little they ever gazebo, if they ever got rid of Christmas traditions, and the, the yeah, merchants still, on Main Street money. Would, the merchants on Main Street yeah would, they would they form a lynch mob they clean up especially the like. The knick-knack stores. Oh, yeah. The knickety-knacks. Because this is the most foot traffic they get. On Saturday, yeah. it was 45 degrees and rainy off and on. Yeah. It was sprinkly, rainy, windy, 
And you guys, and you guys are probably on I've wait never the seen Main Street that packed yeah. as I did on Saturday for Christmas traditions. Yeah. Friday afternoon, because people are off at the day after Thanksgiving, yeah. was not quite as busy, but the second busiest I've ever seen Main Street. Yeah. Just, you couldn't... Move. You couldn't... You, there was no way you could pass people on Main Street. Like, once you entered into the stream of people walking, there were so many people, you just had to walk at whatever pace the group the, that you were in. You would move with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just it's horrible. Crazy busy. And so we've been busy. Not as busy as I thought. Our dinners have been average, but our lunches have just been just killing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's it's a good time. It's a very stressful and busy and you time. Guys, do I, well, we started this because I actually. What's, so what do we got? We got chestnuts roasting on the open fire down there. No, what's, what's no, the deal? no. We got a we got a, a Christmas ham. I I brought up the idea a couple months ago of that for Christmas traditions we should have some because we have those big stand up heaters. Yeah, like those tent heaters. That, yeah, for the patio. Yeah, like have a couple people stand out there with two of those heaters with a hot chocolate bar and sell hot oh, chocolate dude. for a dollar, dude. Have big carafes. Yeah. Of hot chocolate and yep. just a little eight ounce styrofoam cup. Yep. Here's a marshmallow. Give me a dollar. And if it was Here's your this. recipe, it'd still be better than buying it. I wouldn't Which fucking would use a recipe. I'd just get a giant thing of Nesquik. <laughs> just do that. Yeah. And just, you got to give them some yeah. good. It's an artisan restaurant, man. But it's. It's, it's got to be a I'm, hot chocolate and kombucha bar. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not selling hot chocolate yeah. to anybody who's going to write a Yelp review. I'm selling hot chocolate that, you to, don't know that. to moms and dads who want to shut their kids up for 30 fucking seconds. That's what I'm selling that's hot chocolate true. to. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. And But no, we're not doing that. I think we probably made a whole lot of money on Saturday, Friday and oh, Saturday. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If we had been, but we're, we weren't. And we could totally get away with it because it's on our patio and we could have people, hey, because there's nobody sitting on the patio. Right. So, hey, sit down here with your kids for five minutes. Let them drink their hot chocolate. Calm the fuck down. Right. You parents, you strategize about what to do next. Right. Maybe the kids can use the bathroom. Yeah. Crush up a little melatonin in, the, in that hot you, chocolate. You, or we sell them for two bucks a piece. You just bought $10 with a hot chocolate. Okay, you can use our bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no one, no one took the idea and ran, ran run with it, it and yeah. I don't have fucking time to, to take care of what should technically be front of the house stuff. <clears throat> I'm not going to go any further. I was, oh man, this Sunday I was so... I, yeah. I, yeah. You don't need to get into it. Matt, Matt and, I, and I talked for about an hour and a half before, before we started. Matt's, it's had an interesting... It's had an interesting couple of, couple of weeks. I am... Weekend. I am... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, beyond frustrated with uh, elements mm. of my professional life. Anyway. That's right. Let's get into these uh, but, comments. We've got a bunch of them. The one thing, and this is the last thing I'll say about Christmas traditions. <laughs> On Wednesday, they had their dress, or not Wednesday, uh, last Saturday, they had their dress rehearsal for it. And I just happened to be outside doing something, and I right. saw this... Look like parade of of Christmas characters come down the back alley. I'm like, I'm just stood there. I stood there for a full five minutes watching the, about fifty people walk by, all dressed as different actors. Yeah, and I was looking for my favorite, the one I've seen there down there at several times over the past decade. Right, the Ice Princess, Frontier Santa. <laughs> Frontier, Santa. Frontier Santa is what an is, old, he? is an old man with big old white beard and he's he's not wearing Santa costume. He's like Belschnickel? He's wearing <laughs> no, he's wearing buckskin. Very nice. He's got buckskin boots, 
but with oh with the you know the buckskin fringe on it, you yeah, know, yeah, the buckskin whole, jacket. I can picture it. Yeah. Big old white fur everywhere, <laughs> and he's wearing. He's not wearing a Santa hat. You know what kind of hat he's wearing? A coonskin hat. Of course he is. That's right. And Frontier Santa. Yep. Daniel Boone Santa. Basically, yeah. Lewis and Clark Santa. <laughs> the only Christmas character that really makes sense for Main Street St. Charles is <laughs> Frontier Santa. That's actually... <laughs> we do, what the fuck does Elsa have to do with the gateway to St. the Charles. West? Right. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Frontier Santa... They haven't made a Disney movie about fucking Frontier Santa. Yeah. So, Frontier Santa... No, there was no Frontier Santa I saw. No, Frontier Santa's not there. No, I haven't got my book. Well, we really need to get Mayor Dan on the horn. Then. I haven't got my book, and I haven't started collecting my playing cards, but once right. I do, I'm, I'm going to see. I'm going to confirm. The, the list of, if Frontier Santa's on the list. If he's not, I'm going to find out whoever was that actor. I'm like, they right. did you dirt, bro. Yeah. We need to get Mayor Dan on the line and get you right. back in the game, right. bro. Mayor Dan on the line to fix it. Or maybe he died. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe I'm the next Frontier Santa. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd be like, you see kids in the frontier, all you, you just uh, you could only get drunk. That's all you did. You just be working, you get drunk. Yeah. I am frontier Santa. That's <laughs> like what I do now. Uh, that's a good point. All right, uh, on to the questions. We're recording tonight. What's on your mind? Yep. Well, we did Collins. And then and then the first part obviously to his question was like, what do you what do you want to do about the 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 uh the rising tide of Nazism in America. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, we're not. There I'm are no Nazis that. in America. I know. He's fucking Nazi, retarded. Nazi is a German thing. It's because, it's because they literally, yeah, I don't want to get into it. It's just, I was like, I was like, you, you people <laughs> define Nazism as anything. I was like, I was like, Nazi it, today in, in America, you know, you know what Nazis are? Whatever Rachel Maddow says they are. That's it. <laughs> the thing about Nazis is that it's the Adolf Hitler argument. This is actually, a couple years ago, well, probably 10 years ago, somebody made a list of internet fallacies in mm, arguments. Mm. The internet was was invented by Al Gore in 1999. We all know that. Right. That's right. a fact. That's, that's true. It's a 100% fact. Yep. It wasn't anybody else decades before. It was Al Gore in 1999. When he invented the internet, the very first thing we that happened was- in deep trouble. The very first thing that happened was somebody got in an argument. Yeah. The argument escalated yep. until somebody called somebody else literally Hitler. Yep. Anyway, there are a lot of different types of arguing that happens on the internet, but there's a theory that says in arguing on the internet, you dehumanize the person you're arguing with because yeah, ultimately there's yeah. nobody you, – you're seeing the words on the screen and you're not seeing the person who's making the argument. So you dehumanize the person making the argument, therefore – as a last, if you're losing the argument, the last ditch effort you can do to say to 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 prove your point is to call someone literally Hitler yeah. to dehumanize them as the ultimate villain and bad guy. Yeah. And now the we're globalist of the new world order. Now we're at a point in public discourse and on CNN and everywhere else where, literally, that is happening. Yeah, that's your top CNN. Yeah, can't they've they've said and besmirched and smeared the right to such a point in the past since 9/11 really mm. to a point that the only argument that they can make that they haven't made already the only plea to emotions to emotional gut reaction that they haven't made is to call everybody who disagrees with them literal nazis L literal hitler yeah 
and yep. it, and and remember what I first said is that that argument is based on the fallacy of that you're making an argument and completely dehumanizing the person you're arguing with. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not a debate where you have to look somebody in the eye. So you can completely dehumanize them and feel okay with that. Treat them as though they are garbage. The worst. They, yeah. They have no worth as a person. Yeah. And you're just going after their argument, and all you're trying to do is win, and you forget. And that's where we literally are at that stage, the stage of discourse in this country, where, where both sides, due to conditioning of the internet, no longer see the other side as humans. They only see them as an argument that Nazis. they have to defeat. Yeah. So that's why. Sexy music. Oh, there was, <laughs> that's playing in the background. So yes, on you know, sorry on, about that. <laughs> on the left, Porno. everybody who disagrees with the left is a Nazi. That's right. Right. Yeah. On the right, everybody who who uh, disagrees with the right is a communist Marxist baby killer. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because we've dehumanized us, each other to that point. Yeah. And we can no longer have an argument of what is really best for everybody. Yeah. Or what is really, how, how, how we really actually should we So no, there are out. no literal Nazis in the United States. However, there are people who have been marginalized. Even though Rachel pushed, Maddow has a list. Have been marginalized and pushed <laughs> so far and dehumanized so much that they do start to sympathize with the national socialist mindset. Yeah. And there are people on the other side who have been dehumanized and pushed so far that they actually... Are Maoists, yeah, <laughs> and believe that communism works on any fucking level, yeah. And and so so, it's not just literally. It's not Nazis that are the problem. The problem is that we are arguing with each other, without understanding that there's a person on the other end of that argument. Yeah. yeah. Have you listened to Stefan Molyneux's "The Art of the Argument"? His book. Uh no, I it's don't an audio book. So. The torrent's out there. He he, it's 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 very because it's called the art of the argument: Western civilization's last stand, mm-hmm. and it's basically that that's a TLDR for the first half or so. Yeah, and it's and it's all of these things that we do wrong in terms of arguments mm-hmm. that that as he points out over and over again is not, we're not not getting us anywhere. But we have to understand that the whole the entire fucking point of any <laughs> argument, yeah, is to persuade the person. To your point of view. Right. Right. Ultimately, the whole point of your argument is not to win. It's to change somebody else's mind for what you believe to be the better. Yeah. And the internet has conditioned us to only go for the W. Yeah. We only want to win the argument. And if we can win the argument by saying, uh, there's a lot to unpack here, sweaty. Right. You're literally Hitler. (laughs) Yeah. Which, let me go on. This is a one minute tangent. Leftists can't spell. Leftists, not only can they not mean, but they can't spell. Spell sweetie for me. Sweetie. Sweetie? Sweetie. S-W-E-E-T-I-E. Yes. That's how you spell sweetie. Do you know how everyone on Reddit, and actually, no, this isn't this isn't just the left, this is the right as well. Everyone on Reddit, you know how they spell sweetie? How? S-W-E-A-T-Y. That's sweaty. It is sweaty. Yes. That's sweaty. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm covered in sweat. Yep, that's not sweetie. No, it isn't. And it'd be like, because you get you get the 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 condescending tone of like, you're a literal Nazi, sweetie. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here, sweetie. But no, they say sweaty. What the fuck? Yes. Really? Yes. Antifa. Antifa cannot spell sweetie. 
nasty fucking hot smell, sweetie. All right. Well, and I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. And I've actually gotten this argument on with people on Reddit because wait, do they defend it? Do they think that's no? Yes, one hundred percent. I got. I, but that, but I, why can't they just Google it? This was a couple months ago, and I was like, actually, it's double e, not the e a. And she's like, I think I know how to spell sweaty, sweaty. <laughs> and I'm like, did uh, you? No, you don't. No, I just one comment, and I was like, uh, okay, and I walked away from it because I'm not getting an argument like that i'm no i'm just not doing it because you get an argument on reddit and all of a sudden they're stalking your profile yeah and pulling up everything you've liked or disliked yeah. commented on yeah every, every well and apparently they, did you know that reddit does that by, by itself or you could or some i don't know how it's done well no you can follow but i went to migtow and i and i either posted something or commented on something and i got it, it was like another it was like a professional server i don't mm-hmm. even remember what it was and they sent me a direct message immediately after i sent that comment and i thought you know how sometimes you get that notification mm-hmm. i thought maybe yeah. my comment got auto moderated or something but then no it was it was a direct message from a from a moderator team of another subreddit yep saying you're participating in an incel it's like incel male mm-hmm. rage subreddit or something like that and now you've been banned from this one and yep. i was like uh, what they have bots set up that if you I did I was like if I you post what in relevance is that or have? comment on a su- certain subreddits that that subreddit happens to be at war with you're banned from the other one. What the fuck? also this was also a couple a couple months ago is they added profile follows you you know that right yeah like you can follow people yeah, on profile a lot of the so the whole thing is set up now that if you have a profile on Reddit people can follow you yeah so they the can see things. they can actually look up metrics of your time spent. In subreddits, so even just you just lurking, scrolling right. comments, if you spend most of your time lurking and scrolling stuff like MGTOW and conspiracy, like I do, yeah, then you're on the list. Then you're on the list. Just just scrolling, just really? reading, not commenting. Well, I did not think posting because really I got that comment and I was like, uh, "What does this have?" Because it was really it was like an industry style like mm-hmm. subreddit that I'm in for e-commerce or something, and they sent me and I was like, "What are you talking about?" If you want to really if you. I couldn't believe it. Internet I, censorship is alive and well. The, the Reddit is ground zero for internet censorship right now. Yeah, especially with yeah. all the stuff with China. Like they, they're pretty much controlled and run by China. Like we're talking about Russian interference. Reddit has been the number one mouthpiece besides Facebook right. for the whole Russian interference. Yeah, shtick. But we forget about Ellen Powell. Yeah, Ellen Powell. We forget, we forget that Aaron Schwartz didn't want to deal with the like, hop in bed with the Chinese, and he got he killed himself by shooting himself twice in the back of the head. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the Chinese I took over that. Reddit yeah. a while ago, and they yeah. And we see all the we see these posts hit the front page about support Hong Kong protesters, and and at the same time, if you criticize China, you, you can get banned. I don't. We we should, we we have zero to worry about from the Russians. We have everything to worry about from the, from Chinese. the Chinese. Yeah. So. Because they have a bunch of data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like data. Data is the new currency. Yeah. People don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what and and see this this was the thing that stuck with me. I forget if we've done a show since then, but but this is the thing that stuck with me that Yang said and uh, 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 said before that stuck with me about Yang Gang <laughs> because his idea of Facebook, Twitter, you know, Amazon should pay you for that data. Oh, dude, like that's, I mean, it'll never happen. It's a pipe dream. But no. like, like if 
if we realized, if we truly realized what these companies were gaining off of us with this data, like we would all be shitting our pants. But I mean, it's just, no, it's just it, not it, even, it could happen. It w- just won't get to the, no, it won't get to the payout. Yeah, part. exactly. Yeah. Cause it'll be okay. All these companies are going to pay you for your data. Right. For, for the data that they've collected on you. Right. Right. So, okay. Everybody has to get into one system now and everything becomes one system and everybody has to register. And once you register, then the, com- the, the all these companies will then reimburse you for your data. And, it, but no, that money won't ever appear. It'll be lost in taxes yeah. or infrastructure or something. Yeah. And everybody will be registered with one central data collection uh, company or entity. Yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's what really is the most insidious about Andrew Yang. It's not the fact that he he basically wants uh, to do, uh, you know, basically wants to go full-on communist with his welfare state. Yang. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that, you know, he really... He is the silicon one of the one of the big silicon yeah, valley. I think he understands guys. this idea of big data because, because yes, because he knows probably the only one. If maybe he, even. if he can get up, if he runs on a platform of you're gonna get paid for your data, you're not. Yeah, and you're gonna get money, you're not. But he uh, consolidates data a lot, collection. A lot of that, yeah. Then who knows? Who knows how how far his star could rise. Yeah, because then you're then you're that's like full on idiocracy. Like mm-hmm. you're just total. Because that's what people don't realize. They're like, oh well, I don't. And it's like, yeah, but you, but like you know, every time that Amazon says we've had another day, like that is more and more data, dude. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. telling you. What we're talking about, like I know shit that, that regular people don't know about how Amazon is able to track you. Mm-hmm. Like I can't ha- if I if I launch a product on Amazon, I, sh- I I should really not have you leave a review on it because we're friends on Facebook. Yeah, right. To give you an idea, like that's that's. This is the world we live in now. And these things belong to everybody that creates them and every single app. Just just real quick, while we're on the subject, brought up Yang and Big elections data, yeah. and stuff. Yang gang. Um, real quick, one Yang minute. Yang 2020. I think I'm going to vote for him. <clears throat> one minute um, summation of the past uh, debate. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah. And we haven't done a show since. Yeah. I've watched it twice since then. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so just going to go down the line, buy, sell, Jim Cramer Kamala style. Is, Kamala Jim, is, is on, is Jim, out. Jim or Kramer, Kramer style. Start with Kamala, Kamala Harris. Sell, sell hard. That bitch <laughs> is going nowhere. Yeah, she dropped um, out. Wait, what? Today. Yeah, did, did I Did she really? That? Yeah. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, yeah, she dropped out today. Oh, yeah. okay, well then there you go. <laughs> yeah. No duh. Yeah, she's gone. Um, she gone. Swalwell, uh, sell. Yeah. Uh, Bloomberg, you're breaking even with him. Yeah. Uh, he's not officially in the race yet. Yang. Buy Tulsi, buy Buttigieg, buy, 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 buy. Really? I yes. thought Booker had way better, way no, better. Booker is a buy. And this this last debate. Booker's a hard buy. This this is the last debate. Like that, I thought I thought you might have been high when you said it. That, I was like, oh shit. Booker in this last and debate. And then that statement he made. Sorry, <laughs> he was really good. Buttigieg is is the I'm one the right now. I think he's really? the rising star. Booker is also. A rising star too. They're both Rhodes Scholars. Yeah, they are. They are. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tulsi's a buy. Like I said, Bernie is a buy. Uh, Klobuchar is a sell. Hard sell. <laughs> Hard fucking sell. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? 
Uh, we have uh, Biden. You didn't Biden. say Biden. Oh, yeah. Biden is a hard sell as well. Yeah, he's, he's, but he's been a hard sell for a while. His plane is headed straight into a mountain. No, there's like, no, there's no, there's no way. Yeah. After that clip this week. Yeah. Of him talking about like kids, kids rubbing, rubbing his, his legs, legs and how he's all, loves having kids on his lap. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't say that anymore, dude. You're an old yeah, white man. You can't say yeah. it. You, you just can't. <laughs> it comes off creepy and he, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Uh, you said Kamala. Oh, yep. Warren. Oh, Warren is a wash. Warren is a wash. I you think she, so, huh? I think she's going to get the nomination. No, I don't. I think they're going to give don't. it to her. Nope. Look nope. at the way the media sucks her dick, dude. Yeah, because she because she's a stand-in for the person who they really want to suck. <laughs> which is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the swoop. The swoop is I, happening. I love that. I got to get a clip like that. Do you think the swoop's going to happen? I, I think so they, Hillary's a buy then. I think they hit on it, man, which is what uh, Dude, apparently- every, About every what, 10 days, there's a new headline about it. What, what, you realize that? What, what, her story about her? Oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. She's staying in the news. Yes. She's, she's done Colbert. By she's done design. Daily Show. She's, yeah. done all, yeah. she's, she's doing all the shows. Yep. She's on a hardcore media t- tour right now. Yeah. With for, Chelsea. For her fucking ballsy, what is it, gutsy women book? B- book like, are of, you kidding me? Book of gutsy and she does, women. She goes on him and she doesn't talk about it. She doesn't talk about the book. Yeah, all they do is badger her to run. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like because they she needs to promote the image that everybody wants her to run. Yeah, so she reluctantly say since no one has picked up the mantle and everybody who tries to pick up the mantle they're inexperienced and they're not insiders so we don't want them. Uh, Tulsi, Yang, Bernie. Yeah. So I guess I'll run. Yeah, but the idea is especially with Bloomberg getting in. Bloomberg doesn't need to run for president. Bloomberg doesn't need it to do anything. Okay. He's got a bunch of money. He doesn't yeah. need to do it. Why is he doing it? He doesn't He doesn't need to be president to exert influence. Plus, he's old pal of Donald Trump's. Like, those well, two that's are what tight. I, think. I, feel like, I feel like it's almost like a personal thing. Like, he's like, oh, well, if, uh, my, the, Trump from my old stomping grounds can do it, so, so should I. Like, it has that no, vibe no, to it. No, I think, I think it really is more. Because why be fucking president? It's a, it's, like, a, it's a money screen. It's a money screen. Oh, you, Bloomberg can throw up money. To to drown out any of those candidates on the stage, just in terms of what he'll be the positions he'll be able to buy. I mean, he's he's got twelve billion dollars. No no candidate can match that. No, and that's just his war chest. That's not his personal stuff. <laughs> okay, but there's no candidate. Maybe Bernie, but he hasn't been able to get he. Like total over the course of his his run in 2016, yeah. I think it was something close like to a billion dollars. No, it wasn't even close to a billion. It was it was still below a hundred million. So he's not even close. He's not even close. And Bloomberg has can throw up a money wall to drown out any candidate who starts to gain traction. So it's like why not? So he throws up the money wall. No one gains any traction. Biden at the convention says. I'm dropping, or before the convention says, I'm dropping out. I'm putting my weight behind Elizabeth Warren, or whoever the establishment person is. It's Warren, but you know, Warren or Klobuchar or Booker are the old Obama establishment. Drops out. Booker makes a hell of a run, but ultimately he he's, he doesn't get enough delegates. Right. Buttigieg does the same. Doesn't get enough delegates. Right. Klobuchar right. drops out. Kamala Harris drops out. Bernie gets the most delegates. Yeah. But still somehow magically doesn't, doesn't get win the enough. Nomination. Yeah. Doesn't get enough to get the nomination. Yeah. Somehow magically. It's weird. Yeah. It's Warren strange. Warren gets she comes in a close number two. A close number well, I two. I saw the conspiracy by top, by the way. And I don't know if you knew I'm sure you did, but in twenty sixteen, do you know that Hillary won like 
a bunch of states based on coin coin flips. Yeah, mm-hmm. that all went to her. Yep. Yep. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because because delegates can do that. Yeah. De- if if it's if it's because you split it up by votes and then each vote goes to a delegate, like the whatever those votes, if the ten thousand votes in this in this area, yeah, right. That then it, that delegates gets one vote, and there's a hundred thousand votes in in this area. It's represented by a delegate who goes to convention and gets they one vote. Yeah. So the hundred thousand and the ten thousand have the same voice, even though there's a hundred thousand people who are here voting different ways. Yeah. Still, only one vote goes to convention, and those delegates there's what's called bound and unbound, and each state has different laws about it. And this is in the national convention, right? So right. This is the general election. So bound delegates have to vote whatever the majority of their who they're representing voted for. Unbound can vote for whoever they want. They don't have to vote for whoever the So that's who we really need to get rid of. Not the electoral college or not the yes. process. We need to get rid of unbound delegates. We, yes, exactly. It's the bottom line. And it's about a half and half if you go it's about 50-50 split across the country if you go county by county, bound and unbound. So we need to get rid of the unbound yep. ones. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. Yeah. All right. Well, we solved the, the Matt and I fixed it. Matt'll fix it. Matt and Cheers. Adelson. That's right. So we fixed it. So <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. Bloomberg uses his money screen to just push Warren out. And, and a couple others. And she loses steam after stupid super after stupid Tuesday. Stupid Tuesday. <laughs> and and bows out. <laughs> yeah. Cause even though she has like she has Ivy League people behind her, she doesn't have enough money behind her. Yeah. Buttigieg. And she's not very well spoken. Buttigieg, Tulsi, Booker. Biden staying all the way up to convention. Yeah. But none of them are able to pull enough votes to get a majority or even enough of a consensus. And it's a brokered convention. Yeah. And then caca, caca, the, the swoop. swoop. That's right. The swoop. I think they nailed it, man. The swoop comes in because that's what uh, that's what 538's been saying for the past month is brokered convention. And that she'll come in mm-hmm. or they, they yeah. yeah. And then the swoop. And then it's then it's. Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams running. Stacey Abrams? Who the hell is that? Stacey, you don't know Stacey Abrams? Uh-uh, I've heard the name. So Stacey Abrams is the governor of... Sorry, not the governor. She ran for the governorship, the gubernatorial race of in 2018 for Georgia. Okay. She lost like 49 to 51%. Oh. And she... they Immediately after the the results, they did the recount, then the results... And immediately, the Democrats said, voter suppression. No. Black people don't... All, not all black people Couldn't have driver's the licenses. Yeah. Therefore, they, you know, and they have to bus in, go to the polls. Yeah. Motherfucker, if someone's going to vote, they're going to vote. Yeah. Like, and who doesn't have a driver's license? Who doesn't have a form of ID? Everyone has some form of ID. Yeah. yeah. And like, not, we're from St. Charles. I know guys that have, like, eight DWIs and don't have, don't have driver's licenses and vote. Yeah, like yeah. Be- because they get it suspended, and you can go get a paper ID. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's how they get in the casino. Voter suppression is a <laughs> it's myth. They buy alcohol. It's a myth. Yeah, yeah. unless you're talking about gerryman- gerrymandering. Yeah, moving the districts. Yeah, if gerrymandering of districts is real, and that's where voter suppression actually occurs. Yeah, not because black people can't make it to the polls. Because black people can't make it to the polls. Because black people ride the bus. Don't you know all black people ride the bus? <laughs> That's not racist at all. All black people ride the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Black people don't have IDs. Come on. 
<laughs> yeah. So it's it's ludicrous, but they they cried voter suppression. Yeah. Stacey Abrams lost the race. Yeah. Stacey Abrams is fifty ish. Stacey Abrams is fat, and Stacey Abrams is black as fuck. Stacey Abrams is the Black Trans Lives Matter. Oh. Just cookie cutter. She is CFR. She is Council on Foreign Relations. Yeah, she's CFR, Council on Foreign Relations. She is Bilderberg. She is like she is CIA. What, now, what did she through. do before she ran for this election? She was just she, she was a businessman person. No, she, no, she was like local government. She was like Obama. She was community organizer type. Gotcha. She she writes op eds in the New York Times from time to time. Really, she she's a contributing editor to Wapo, which means she's Wapo's paying her to yeah. to be a voice for them. Yeah, and so odd. Anyways, yeah. So, okay. but but she was supposed to win as governor. And the the story of 2018 election wasn't AOC and Ilhan Omar and the Gang of Four, right? That wasn't <laughs> squad, supposed. The, the squad. The, I'm sorry, the squad. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be the story. The supposed the story was supposed to be strong black woman winning Georgia. Yeah. She's got her eyes on the White House. I think that yeah, I Clinton, think it, Clinton Abrams 2020. Hill, yeah, Clinton Abrams, and it, it won't be Clinton. It'll be Hillary Abrams. Do you think they'll win? Because it wasn't it wasn't Hillary. Or you still think Donald Trump doesn't have it? It wasn't it wasn't Clinton. What was it? Who did she run with? Oh, uh, uh, last year, Hillary. Oh, shit! Who was it? I don't know. It's so forgettable. In 2016. Yeah, it wasn't Biden. Who was her? God, I don't even know. Why can we not remember this? Wow, we just forgot who the VP running mate was for Clinton. Jeez. 2016 VP Tim Kaine. Oh. Yeah. Clinton Kane. No, it was Hillary Kane. Hillary Kane. Yeah, it wasn't it was never Clinton Kane. It was Hillary Kane on all the bu- Hillary Kane on all the bumper All I remember stickers. is I'm the I'm with her bullshit. Oh yeah, that was yeah. But uh, but it was Hillary cuz of course she she can't be a Clinton. Yeah. That's Bill Clinton. Yeah. Misogyny bad, blowjobs in the White House bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. There's never been a White House oval there's never been an Oval Office blowjob that was bad. I don't think so. No, because no. even at, like you know RFK, JFK back in the day, get, right. you know Evan Maryland over Playboy bunnies in, in the Oval Office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know the newest Playboy bunny who's never given a blowjob in her life, and it's the '60s. So you know that's yeah. you know not like today where every woman wants. By the time right. she's 15, she had 10 dicks in her mouth. <laughs> where blowjobs are handshakes. Welcome to 2019. Exactly. And she doesn't know what she's doing, but still, you're the president of the United States. You're leader of the free world. Yeah. And you're getting blown in your office. How can that be a bad blowjob? <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think there's ever been bad sex in the Oval Office. Because... there. Uh, yeah, I don't... But no, you got to think. You got to think. Well, Addison, you are you, Addison Todd, That's in true. 30 yeah. years. Uh-huh. And it's you and Meredith. Uh-huh. Or you and the second wife, or you and the mistress, whatever. Right. But you're president of the United States. Right. Day one. Yeah. You walk in the Oval Office and yeah. it's yours. Yeah. It's the first thing you do. Jerk off in it. 100%. You pull a Roman? Yeah. Okay. Personally, I'm you like, personally, I'm like, babe, get in here. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Or that. Get yeah. naked and bend over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, uh. I'm having sex in the Oval Office. It's the first thing I'm doing. 
if I'm president of the United States, yeah. I'm having sex in the old Oval Office. Yeah. They've all done it. You know every single president yeah. since since Adams, <laughs> when the White House was built. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Has had sex like for, like first thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe not maybe not uh maybe not FDR. <laughs> Eleanor didn't like dudes. She wasn't into boys. Oh, I thought that was a handicap joke, but that's pretty good too. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. No, Eleanor was a famous lesbian. It was she? Yeah. She liked the munch box. Mm-hmm. Um got really off topic there. Yeah, we did. Back <laughs> to all these questions we have. Uh Tracy Dalton says Jackson Five recorded a bunch of Christmas songs, but the Jackson family are famously Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I don't know if that's a question or if that's that's true. I don't know. That is true. Are they Jehovah's Witnesses? I didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, that. Yeah, they were. They yeah, were. They were yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses growing up, which is a weird little cult on itself. There's a lot of mind control that goes on with that cult. Oh, Jehovah's itself. Witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of maybe trauma-based mind control, which is 100% what the Drag Jacksons were about. Like, like Joe Jackson traumatized each of his kids, and he finally got the formula 100% correct with the youngest, Michael. Yeah. And that's why he was the most successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate Christmas. So why would the Jackson 5 make a Christmas album? Can anyone guess? Money. Jews don't celebrate Christmas either, but who runs the music industry? In the retail industry. In the retail industry. <laughs> and monetary policy. So, Tracy, can I... I 109 I'm gonna, countries. I'm going to answer your question <laughs> right now. Money. And it's... Money! It, they they did record a Christmas album for money! Because they need money. They wanted money! I hate the way, the way that Matt has his own place because he's as loud as he wants now. <laughs> he really is. I uh, did we get we get two more comments? I'm, I'm gonna have to take a piss. I have to piss so bad. Okay, pause. I'm gonna have to come back. Yeah. This has been give that some thought. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and uh, Matt poured himself another rum, and now he's feeding the cats. That's... I'm setting up an area for the cats to be in in the garage. <laughs> You don't have to go through the, the, the fecal matter and the, the cat bio waste on your... <laughs> put a cardboard box. I set it on its side. Yeah. And I put some blankets and towels, or actually old aprons and towels in there. Yeah. Next to their food and water bowl, so... They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Good good, good kitties. Uh, Sarah, friend of the show, has called in before, said, what is Higgy, H-Y-G-G-E, and do you need it? Do you know what this word is? No. Yeah, me either. I had to Google it. So here's what it is. Here's just what what front top front and center on Google says. Higgy, Higgy, I don't know, I don't know the pronunciation is a Danish and Norwegian word. So actually, she has no agenda because Adam <laughs> grew up in uh, uh, was was it um, Netherlands? Netherlands, that's right. Um, for word for a mood of coziness and comfortable conviviality with the feelings of wellness and contentment. As a cultural category with its sets of associated practices, Higgy, however you say that word, has more or less the same meanings in Danish and Norwegian, but the notion is more central in Denmark than Norway. I don't know anything about Higgy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, learn the... So here's the definition. Oh, this is... This is there's a bed and breakfast called the Higgy House. Higgy, what it is and how to practice it from self.com. I practice Higgy. 
and it's one of the best things ever. What exactly is it? I'm trying to see if there's a sentence or two where they... <laughs> it's probably just some form of what they call self-care Being stoned, now. yeah, or something. I don't know, like... Uh, Clarkson is the world's... Yeah, according to the 2016 World Happiness Report, Denmark Clarkson is the world's happiest country. Uh, believes that positive attack can be attributed to Higgy. The Danes are exceptionally good at decoupling wealth and well-being. We focus on the small things that really matter, including more quality time with friends and family and enjoying the good things in life. Well, then I'm on fucking board with this shit. Okay, so Higgy... It sounds like putting your phone down and enjoying some real shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds that's, like. That's what it sounds like. I mean, least, that's, my Ameri- that's my Western take on it. Which, actually, that's what I messed up this Thanksgiving. I spent too much time on my phone this Thanksgiving because I haven't had Wi-Fi, and so there's... I just... I haven't... Haven't been able to use my phone unfettered Huga. for a while. It's pronounced Huga, so it must be Danish. Huga. Huga. Hmm. Huga can be a noun, a verb, and an adjective. You can practice by saying things like, what a hugalig, hugalike home you have, or it was hugalig to see you, also popular. Sunday night was hugalig. Alternatively, you can be a huga spreader, someone who spreads the hug. Woolly socks, a cozy must-have, are huga soccer, and family and Friday night. So it's anything that makes you feel good, I guess? It's comfy. Yeah. It's comfiness. Cave mode is how you say it. Mm, I do say cave mode. That's true. You get... That's true. That's true. My cave mode is I've got yeah either my stories or a video game I'm playing. Yeah. I have a little rum. I have a, a little, little smoke. Yeah. Uh, I usually eat, prepare something to eat that's real nice. Yeah. Or just like my favorite food. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just spend a couple hours just doing... Just being me? Just yeah. doing what I love. Yeah. Or not what I love, but... Doing the th- the thing I like to do for entertainment, yeah, in a nice, cozy, comfy setting in my space, yeah. Cullen's Hogue is breathing in the sun, for example. It's <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not quite Hogue or Higgy. It's not quite Higgy uh, because <laughs> yeah, I don't know Huga. It was Huga, wasn't it? Quite Higgy Huga. <laughs> it's not quite Huka because <laughs> I'm not. It seems to me that from what you just read is that infers like you are giving the Higgy to other people. A giving thing. Yeah, I get maybe, like, th- at least from this website. It's quality I mean, time spent with people and folks. other, with, it's quality time spending doing the things that you love that really matter. That's what it sounds like. Also, the Wikipedia, Danish Norwegian word for coziness and comfortable, yeah, feelings of wellness and in popular culture, according to Wikipedia. Uh, Collins English Dictionary named Huga the runner-up after Brexit is the word of the year in the UK in 2016. This followed a period during which several books focusing on Huga had been marketed in the UK, such as the Little Book of Huga, Huga, the Danish Art of Happiness, and the Book of Huga, the Danish Art of Living Well. In the Broadway musical film Frozen, there's a song called Huga. I didn't realize that, which is all about being comfortable. No shit. An Australian soap opera Neighbors, Jemima Davies blah, blah, incorporates Huga into a redesign of her half-brother Carl Kennedy's living room. So, Well, good for Carl. That's, or it just it just sounds like it's good for you. It's like this is a good. Thing. I don't know. It's a weird. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Isn't it funny how as Americans in our in our con- giant consumerist experiment, yeah. like we, <laughs> we can't grasp <laughs> what simple it, happiness. What it, just simple happiness away from screens <laughs> yeah. and buying things. Yeah, exactly. We have no clue. Like, I don't know. Like, how it sounds do you to find me like that? like yeah. Huga is is. You don't need to go to the store for anything. Yeah. You have all the people you are and, and around that you, you that love. you like yeah. and love, and you are doing the, th- the things that really fulfill you. Yeah. With the people you really love. Yeah. But away from having, have any- away from watching a screen and buying things. <laughs> and we're struggling yeah. to grasp that concept. Yeah, we don't. It just seems foreign. 
I don't because <clears throat> I don't know how am I not going to be happy if I'm not tracking a package from Amazon. You know what I mean? It's just difficult. Fucking Swedes, man. <laughs> they got it. They got it. Um, the other thing here, Wright City Fire District commented, which I <laughs> I believe you know who that is. And he, all he did was put a link to a CBS News article, which is what started playing in the background. And I don't know if there's a voiceover on it. Uh, hold on. Let me back to the beginning here. But a new study... The U.S. economy is turning out jobs by the millions. But a new study finds that most of those jobs aren't so hot in terms of pay and stability. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a long, boring video with only text. Uh, well, the headline is almost half of all Americans work in low-wage jobs. Yeah. Uh, eight, so- between ages 18 to 64 are employed in low-wage jobs. The Brookings Institution found low-wage jobs are pervasive, representing one-third to two-thirds of all jobs. <clears throat> Smaller cities in the South and West tend to have the highest share, such as Las Cruces, New Mexico, Jacksonville, North Carolina, where more than six in 10 workers are low-wage work. So, here's the thing. Hi, Nick. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for hanging out for, what, an hour plus now of the show before we got to your question? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's he's thinking, like, yeah, we've got, everybody may have a job, but they're shitty jobs. Right. And yeah, we you need to the the we're getting to a point in America where we are in neo feudalism. We are in proto neo feudalism, where we have our lords, right? Mm. Jeff Bezos, mm. he's a, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a yeah. baron, he's a king, he's a duke, yeah, and everybody who works under him, right? They barely eke out an existence. Barely. Do you think so, though? Yeah, from from uh, or their paycheck to paycheck, I would say that's eking out of existence. Yeah, but see, and this is because Cullen and I talk about this a lot too. Like, because his whole thing is like eat the rich, you know, kill the rich. Uh-huh. Jeff Bezos is evil because of the money, you know, which I always fight with, and I'm like, I, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with making money, and I, you know, he does give some to philanthropy, and that, but I'm sure it's just for PR, and I, I get yeah. that, but but it's like I don't. Like, what are we necessarily expecting? Like, that's that's what I don't get. Because he's like, he's like, oh, they don't pay near enough. And they always do this complicated, weird math of the CEO could, uh, or if all you took all the workers' pay for a year, it would equal a quarter of the CEO's pay. Or what, you know, they yeah. do this weird kind of twisted math, which is designed to kind of play on your emotions. And Which it doesn't. There's no way that everybody who's being paid by Amazon makes as much. Right. But, as, where as it the says, CEO. It, but it says like net worth yeah. or whatever, you know. Sure, but yeah, it's based off his net worth and like how much he makes an hour and stuff like right. that. And the thing, and the thing, which is kind of disingenuous to begin with. But even if you take that, I'm like, but what? What do we really? Because even like, let's take Amazon for example, which is you know the huge the, all over the news, like you said right now. Which Bezos doesn't make so X, X, he doesn't make anything. I don't think. I don't think for he being CEO, salary, but. Like, the company makes stocks. money, and yeah. he owns the company, therefore he owns that money. Yeah, but still, yeah. <sighs> There's a lot of infrastructure that goes with that company and sure. everything. It's, I mean, it's basically utility at this point. But my thing also is like, okay, so we've raised, we've raised, they raised them all to fifteen dollars an hour, which was the was the battle cry for a good mm. three years. You know, oh, yeah. We, we, yeah. we must have fifteen dollars an hour, and they got Amazon to capitulate. McDonald's, all the others are just, I mean, they're just putting you know kiosk in. They don't give a fuck. They're like, exactly. yeah, fuck that. And and but Amazon did this fifteen dollars an hour, and and I believe if you work over thirty hours a week, it comes with benefits. So, which is a good thing. I don't have benefits, haven't had in my adult life. And it's like, so what, what more, 
in the liberal mindset now, I think Jeff Bezos is evil for a whole other set of reasons, like mm-hmm. the fact that the CIA runs his cloud. But but the idea that Jeff Bezos is somehow not doing what's right for his workers, wow. We've got the $15 an hour. we got the benefits. I mean, if you want to argue that it's a bad job or not great work, I, that's all I did for 10 years. So I, that argument holds no weight for me. So let's history lesson time. Let's go back. Let's go back <laughs> to the Industrial Revolution. Let's right. go back to the 1820s where you had the first worker unions sparking up. This is not a symptom of capitalism. This is not a symptom of socialism. This is not a sim- symptom of any form of government. This is a system, or this is a, this is a symptom <clears throat> of the in- post-industrial world in which we live, in which there are, there are giant companies yeah. that employ thousands and thousands of people. And... Any a general is always going to make more or have more influence and more respect than a private. It's than the that's PM, just yeah. how it is in a large group. Now, if you have, you know, what it was two hundred years ago, where it's mom and pop everywhere. You know, you don't have Lowe's. You don't go to Lowe's. You go to the guy who cuts down trees for a living. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's who you go to. You go to the cobbler. You go to the yeah. Yeah, you know the guy who ma- who makes leather for a living. Yeah, the window okay. guy. Yeah. So you don't have these large conglomerates that pop up. However, once you have tech that's involved and industrialization, then all of a sudden you can have mass production. Yeah. And in that mass production, you can have one product that's made by hundreds, maybe thousands of people, and that mass product is shipped everywhere, all over the world. Yeah. Or all over the country. Mm-hmm. Whether that's headache pills or pillowcases. No matter what it is. Yeah. So the guy who's running or owns the company, of course, he's going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Because guess what? He is able to he's able to reduce his his costs. Yeah, and expenses. And he's able to to streamline production yeah. in a way that this one guy stands all day and, and increase profit punches this for one the hole. shareholders for the company and then the next guy down the line punches the other hole yeah. rather than one guy standing there and punching all seven holes right you know what i mean yeah so so you have the, and it's gotten even worse with robotics mm-hmm. and, and 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 automation and things like that yeah so you have did you put your deposit down by the way for the cyber truck no did get, oh. i did not no. you've been saying you wanted a truck matt I just I'm not buying I think it. it's coincidentally I'm not buying anything with the name Cyber in the name. <laughs> That's a really good it's a fucking retarded name. Yeah, I lost enough Elon, money. I hope you listen. It's a fucking retarded I name. lost enough money with cyber sex. Okay. I have I'm no, not gonna <laughs> not going down that road. I have road no problem anymore. with the design, but fuck cyber truck. God's sake. <laughs> Anyways. Cyber truck coming to a space station near you. Fucking retarded. I'm, truly, I don't have a problem with the design. Every everyone like I'm like, I don't know, whatever. So, its cars have never conformed to the. <laughs> so the fact, basically, what we've had is two hundred years of growing pains, in which we yeah. deal with how do we live in an industrialized society, which now we can't get away from. There's yeah, no we, going yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no going back. We live in a completely one hundred percent industrialized society, except for a very small minority of people. Mm-hmm. Even people in India and China, in some of the most remote places. Yeah, have the, the have Wi-Fi some sort of industrialization yeah, that yeah, is impacting seriously. them. Yeah, yeah. In Africa, it's the same thing. Yeah, you might find remote tribes in in the bush, some jungle yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that don't, you know. But still, 
everyone in Europe, everyone in North America, most people in, in, across Asia and South America and even Africa have some form of industrialization that in which they directly benefit and they can never get away from. Okay? Yeah. So we can't get away from that lifestyle. So now we have 200 plus years of growing pains of is how we do we deal with each other as human beings and how do we make the great the, the best good for everyone in a system in which it's a pyramid. Mm, and in yeah. every case pyramid of industrialization, you're going to have some sort of pyramid set up where there's one guy at the top who owns everything. Yeah. And it really is it's proto neo feudalism is what we're going in what we've been what we've gone through and now we are into neo feudalism is which you know uh, you have you know maybe um, the rich guy I work for a rich guy you do allegedly yeah. okay yeah he's he's got he's got some money yeah and he has two businesses that he's running two restaurants mm-hmm. which he's put a lot of his capital into those restaurants okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so most of his I can only speculate, but I would say that a lot of his wealth is tied up in his businesses, not necessarily, you know, in the, he doesn't in have a mattress, he's a million hanging out in the bank account, right? Right. Or in the, on the stock market, whatever. He doesn't have a yacht. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there are people who work at Walmart and they're working for the king. Yeah. The baron. And they're just a peasant. And yeah, I'm just a peasant too, but I'm working for a guy who's, you know, he's, He's the land. He's the local landowner, right? Yeah. In terms that's a of good, in yeah, terms analogy. of the, the feudalism aspect. Yeah. And if we look at human history, it's been a bouncing back and forth between that, and that's been the model for most of human history, at least since the agricultural revolution of twelve thousand years ago. Yeah. Is that with the ability to store wealth, i.e., store grain? Mm-hmm. And store wealth, yeah. then you can tie that to some sort of currency and some sort of prolonged and um, predictive measure of wealth and distribution and income yeah. stream. Yeah, then you can make assumptions off who has power based on that income stream, and whoever can control the most income stream, i.e., has the biggest silo, has can store the most grain, right? Can feed the most people. Then the most has the most people most powerful. has the most people employed for him. Yeah, and that has been the arc of human history for twelve thousand years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this little blip for the past two hundred years we're going through of of industrialization, it really is just what I imagine the first thousand years of the agricultural the was. Yeah, revolution was. Yeah. Right where we learned how to harvest grain was and 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 cultivate crops is that yeah there's going to be an adjust, in a little bit of adjustment period because we went from hunter gatherer yeah right, scavengers basically to oh we can plant crops and build homes yeah well now right we we get our ecoin bucks and we live in a box <laughs> and that's what we're heading towards and it's just. It'll be the Facebook Libra, by the way. You get your Libra. Okay, there you go. I've been watching. Deposited directly. Into I've your been Libra. catching up on Mr. Robot, so it's oh, equine. Yeah, buzz. I need to do that too. Damn. Uh, it's. I'm, it's good shit. I'm, I'm liking season four. I'm yeah. liking it. I'm, I am. Every and I think I've been spoiled a little bit because I'm still subscribed to our Mr. Robot. Don't and say anything. Don't say anything. No, no, I, I, I wasn't going to, but I just mean, but it looks every time I see something, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, this looks. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's coming mm-hmm. full circle, man. I'm I'm saying it's it's good. Anyway, but uh yeah, that, that that's that's what I think we are. We're in this protracted maybe several hundred year era of trying to figure out how we live in a technologically advanced age that is so technologically advanced that automate automation like humans don't actually have to do work. <laughs> I don't think that's good. It I don't think it's good either and I don't think that Did you watch the pursuit yet? That's not actually going to no, I don't think that's actually going to happen. Yeah. But I, I we are in this this at least expectations that humans shouldn't have to work all the time. I'm telling you your grandma worked from the time she got up to the time she went to bed. Your great 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 grandma got up from the time she worked from the time she got up. Maybe your grandma got to watch a couple hours of TV at the yeah. end of the day. Some some Lucy, some I love Lucy. Exactly. <laughs> but your great great grandma, but she worked. You know, she she slept, and she had an hour to herself to watch TV. Yeah. And the rest of the time she was working. Yeah. You think that because well, you work seven hours a day and yeah. come home. And eat McDonald's and frozen pizza and pet your cat. That that you've worked? No, 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 right. no, no, no. Pre-industrial revolution, it was work. Work. There was no. There was no th- such thing as leisure unless you were the king. Yeah. If you're the king, you had leisure time. Everyone else worked from the time they woke up to the time they went to bed. And and to, to bullet actually all the way back around to the beginning. So that's that's one of the interesting things that happened sort of in the Mad Men era because like. Don kept sending his wife to a psychologist, which was kind of like a, like a B plot in the beginning. And he's like, he's like, at, at one point, there's one episode where like Don calls him to figure out what's going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or how is she? And he's like, well, a lot of housewives are bored. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because that's the first time they had to deal with that. Yeah. This is the first time that Petty Draper sent the kids off to school in the yep. morning and had five, six, seven hours, whatever. Yep. Then they got home at like three back then. Now they want to keep him delayed, but then and then you had all that time to yourself. The milkman delivered that did not exist. The milkman delivered milk. You didn't have to milk the cows. Exactly. The the, the grocery store you could buy bread at the grocery store. You didn't have to cook bread, make uh-huh. bread. Uh huh. Okay. Right. You could get cuts of meat. You didn't have to butcher Cut the chicken. Meat. Right. Yeah. And say, yeah. okay, hold the livers. Yeah. For <laughs> when I do liver and onions, and you know tonight the legs, tomorrow night the breasts. Right. That sort of you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just I'll buy the breasts and we'll have chicken breasts tonight. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, I'll, that's I'll go. I'll go get beef liver and we'll have beef liver and onions. Yeah, you know. And there's there's certain things I think with every generation that reaches that sort of young adulthood, and I say young adulthood like late twenties thir- mm-hmm. and all your thirties, that something is completely different. You and re- like the, the switch is totally remember flipped. before World War One era. Yeah. Because there's even jokes about that too, where some of those because those old guys are around and they're like, hey, "You guys never worked for anything in life." And yeah. they're fucking right. They're you, fucking right. You you could you like there were butchers, right? right? But most people grew up with hogs. Yeah. And they butchered yeah. hogs. Yeah. Or there was a guy who owned the hog farm and, and you once a year you'd go got, buy get a, your hog from him. You'd go and hey, give me a hog, he'd butcher the hog yeah. or kill the hog and you'd butcher it yourself or whatever. Not to be confused with the Danish Huga. But <laughs> But there was a time when yeah. you were much more involved in the process of day-to-day life. And, and yeah, that post-World War II generation, that was the first generation where... You had nothing to do. You, the housewives had nothing to do besides yep. besides spend a couple hours, you know, tidy up the house for a couple hours, spend yep. a couple hours making dinner, and that was it. And the beauty salon. And, and the, the beauty a- salon. And the afternoon shows. And the bridge club. Which trained women to be whores. Truth. 
But anyhow, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, anyways, almost half of all Americans work in low wage jobs. Yeah, whenever I see anything like this, though, that is my gut reaction. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? What is it? What is it that you? Because, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm tremendously happy. <laughs> I, I, I don't get much hoo but but like it's like I don't what 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 do I want? I don't I don't have insurance, but it's it's just not keeping me up at night. Maybe yeah. it should. Who know? You know I don't know. But it's like I'm just I'm just a dude, and and I love my kids, and I love my wife, and I get to see them a lot and be in their lives. And I don't know what like I don't I know I don't have a million dollars in the bank, but I don't really want it per se. Yeah. Like if you gave me a million dollars, I'd take the million dollars. I'd for sure find a way to spend it, but it's like I don't. I, I, and I, I think too often, like we make the that bridge. We we, and this is because of the internet as well. Like we make that that divide that much bigger. Yeah. In our heads, and it's like, well, what do you like? Because even and I always just say this about the fifteen dollar an hour thing. Because for a while, I supported my family, my wife, and one kid on ten bucks an hour. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not trying. It's not some hero bootstrap story, but I'm just like I don't. I don't. We made the lights were on. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I made it out with fairly minimal debt. The majority of the debt I have is in the car and the school loans. So it's like I don't. I don't. What? 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 what, what I don't know. Why do I need a house on a hill? Who yeah. gives a fuck? I just. I don't. I'd want. I would rather hang out with my kid more. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird to me. That all the it's probably also a, a, a symptom of uh, the commercial commercialization of us, our society in which we, even the... Oh, pe- we're programmed to have the next thing. <clears throat> even the peasants, the people who are on welfare, right, who... Yeah. Who the government is supporting. Yeah. Even... They have iPhones. <laughs> well, no, but they have iPhones, yes, but even they see... Billionaires living their best life on yeah, TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why can't I? That why can't that should be me. Yeah. They're a human. I'm a human. I deserve that. Yeah. Well, you didn't get born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You got you got fucking born in fluorescent. <laughs> you got born with an EBT card in your mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and then it's, 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 it's like a certain just, point. It's it's kind of a lottery sometimes. Life. Yeah. So you you take your hand and you 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 forget about winning the pot. You yeah. take your hand and you play your hand as best you can, and doesn't matter if and you walk away with all the money less on the table in some way. Either no, because everybody is because it's not about uh, ultimately in this metaphor, it's not about the money on the table. It's about the fact that you are playing at the table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So whatever, whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like, and there's also there's also, and that goes into sort of more conversation like about gratitude and this idea that it's like like because thanksgiving now is is a shopping holiday like i don't yeah. know if we all realize that but it's funny story we every year we it seems like we go through like round the table and everybody says what they're thankful for and this year my sister Jean tried to initiate it and one person said what they were thankful for and then my mom was like all right let's pray because it wasn't like hey we we weren't we I knew what she what she was trying to get away from was the the awkward everybody just says something by rote and we don't really speak what we mean or say what which we is, actually yeah. feel which is you know it's true but that's also what I'm saying like we don't we're we're so I have my Gatorade here I have everything I need so I can't be thankful for all I see is what's over the next hill all I see is the greener grass yeah all I see is what the Joneses have or what Bezos has I'm thankful for this year it wasn't my mom cooking everything. Nah. This year it was, hey, everybody, all, 
all the people who are actually no, all the people who are actually adults. <laughs> yeah, brought something. Here's what you're bringing. There you go. Like my sister went through and was like, my sister Jean was like, okay, Matt, you're making green bean casserole and, and cranberry sauce. Sarah, you're doing appetizers. You know, Joel, you you're bringing chips, right? <laughs> Joel or Joseph, you're buying the turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everybody's got a okay. Like I'm doing the starches. Yeah. Like Sarah's making desserts. Mom's doing the making the turkey and ham. And everybody, it was everybody is has their job that they're doing to bring Thanksgiving meal together. <clears throat> I w- I was I was the worst. Really. I, I nailed the cranberry sauce. I had an orange cranberry sauce that I thought was really good. My green bean casserole was terrible. I don't fuck. I don't fuck with the. the but a lot of people do. Sauce. I fuck with green bean casserole on Thanksgiving. I fuck with green bean casserole. I fuck with that anytime. No, I don't fuck. I don't fuck with cranberry sauce. I had some on my plate because That's I disgusting. made it. That's disgusting. But I don't like that super sweet tartness that, it's nasty. that dries out your mouth. Cranberry sauce is nasty. <laughs> but I fuck with everybody. Fucks with green bean casserole. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I totally fucking fucked it up. Really? I, what did you? I was. It was terrible. It was runny. There was no thickness. I didn't have enough cream of mushroom in there. It was just. It was not. I, it's bad. It was to not. Bomb. It was not. You know, I get think green. Yeah, green, yeah. Green yeah. bean casserole, and it comes out like creamy, like mac and cheese, but green beans. Yeah. But it's like a mushroom sauce cheese. Yeah. No, I picked up my mushroom casserole, and it was like dripping it was like water. Liquid. It was liquid. <laughs> you cook it long enough, or something. I don't know. No, that's what it was. Uh, we were busy, super busy the day before Thanksgiving, and I didn't leave work till like. 10 p.m. So you, put that, you put that together at like 12.30, hammered. <laughs> 11.30, buzzed. Thank you very much. Yeah. Not enough ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> Only bought the one can of cream mushroom instead of the three that I was like, I should buy three. And I'm like, I can get away with one, right? <laughs> and just make a roux? Nope. 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 <laughs> I nice. failed. I failed. Happy Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrims. Sorry, your birthday sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, your birthday sucks. Sorry, Phyllis ruined it. That's right. That's awesome. Um, I guess it's about everything. Shit, that was a long one. We got to do this more often, especially now that Tripod 3 is... We got to find the right space for it. The we do. I like this, but I know you're not, you don't want this all the time. No, I, I don't. Think. What are you thinking? Upstairs or downstairs? I, uh, what was the? I think it was the second one that I said, and I was like, I was like, this would really work. And it was a little smaller, I think. And yeah. I was like, you could just put the blankets up because yeah. all the mats, but the, everything in here, there's not carpet in here at all, is there? No, there's no carpet. In this, then that's this, why this it's super echoey in here. Yeah, it is. It so, is. An, an apology to you know, I mean, we'll see, it doesn't sound too bad in here. Well, well goes, we're in the but, kitchen right now, so there's cabinets. There's you know a lot of like. Indented spaces you know, where sound can go. Snack food in here, Matt. What, what the fuck? There's some pretzels in there. But you say that every time. And fuck pretzels. I got pretzels are like tiny salty dicks going in your mouth. I got. I hate fucking pretzels. I love them. I got. They're rolled, so shit. I have rolled gold. I don't care how tiny stoned twists. I am. I'll never eat fucking pretzels. I got a half bag of rolled gold tiny twists in there. Fucking you can disgusting. Have as many as you want. Yeah, I bet I can. <laughs> I bet. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate pretzels. They're the worst snack food. The worst. I'll take the shittiest, like, because you know combo. You fuck with combos. Oh fuck yeah! All right, but you know how some of them, you, you like, they get a new flavor out, limited edition, pepperoni or something, peach, and yeah. you see that shit, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna try it, and then you try it, and it tastes like shit. Like you've had that experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every time I think about pretzels, I'll take the shittiest combo, the shittiest, 
like weirdest biscuit and gravy flavored Lay's chip. I'll take that over pretzels any fucking day of the week. It tastes like shit. You're a pretzel baby. I hate pretzels. You're, you're a pretzel fan. I hate pretzels. What about soft pretzels? You fuck with them? I fuck with, I fuck with soft pretzels. <laughs> I like like ball game style pretzels. I fuck with that. Okay, I fuck with those. But hard pretzels, no, like fuck crunchy. Them. Nope, never, never. What They're about pre- what about pretzel sticks? Uh, yeah, no, fuck pretzel sticks. What Same if thing. it was a pretzel Same stick thing. that was stuck inside? My grandma like a- used to make a pretzel casserole, or it was like a pretzel. Is it was a pretzel not casserole? It was a pretzel. Um, did she called it a pretzel salad? But it was like the the crust was made of crushed pretzels. Then there was a cream, and then there was Jello on top. It's delicious. I'll send you the recipe. Oh, dude, it was fucking life changing. I fuck with that. I th- that that's about the only form of regular ass pretzels that I can even imagine eating mm-hmm. pretzels. Okay. Yeah, but the, and the, the my, my grandma's pretzel salad is delicious. She's dead now. God rest her soul. But regular ass pretzels, I don't. And I've tried dipping. I've tried like maybe some ranch or some French onion dip or something. Fuck that. They're too dry and hard. No, They're horrible. No. They're horrible. Pretzels. I don't even like chocolate covered pretzels, motherfucker. Oh, like, Cole, I, hey, come at I, me, man. I I'm sorry. White yogurt so covered no, pretzels. No, fucking disgusting. That's just that's just tasty as fuck. No, that's like that's trying to dress up care. a turd. No. <clears throat> that's dressing I, up a turd. Rolled that's gold, tiny rolled no. gold, tiny twists. I fucking hate pretzels. I will eat those dry I all day long. I hate pretzels so much. It's, they're they delicious. They cut your mouth. They're so hard and salty. They're not. I hate pretzels. Yeah, but, but see, I hate pretzels. But see, they're not salty enough. Like a, a chip is much saltier. They're too salty. No, they're not salty. Yeah, well, I, I don't give a fuck. All I'm telling you is the flavor that a pretzel has in my mouth. Okay? I'm not interested in, in the chemical composition of pretzels versus chips. You understand? Mm. I'm telling you what they do in my mouth and what they do for my psyche, my flavor, and my snacking experience, frankly. Okay, and I fucking hate pretzels. Okay, Mr. Cheddar Baked Sun Chips. <laughs> yeah, I fuck, I fuck with Cheddar Sun Chips. I eat the whole bag of Cheddar Sun Chips. And the, and those yeah, are the I know I've seen it. I've seen, those, I watched you eat a whole finished, bag. You threw it away. Those are those were the those are the Garden Salsa. I know. Every now and again, I get the Garden Salsa ones. I shake it up a bit. Typically, I get Cheddar. They have a sour cream and onion, but I've never tried it. And they don't have it. Any- this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.